0: Here we are. It's a pork, it's a Talking Bollocks special. It's even a Porking Tollocks special, but it is a Talking Bollocks special. Yes, this is the um, Howard H. Smith uh, from Talking Bollocks and Godless from The Metal Podcast, RIP. <laughs> um, it's our adventure from London to Derby and from Derby back to London again. And why, why did we set out on this odyssey? We set out on this odyssey because... Um, the Beyond are a band that um, I thought had supported us a lot back in the day, as in support slots with Acid Rain a lot, but I think it's... A, a, they reckon it's only one. I'm determined to dig out more than that. I'm sure it was more than that. But anyway, um, so they um, were playing a one-off reunion show in Derby, and I wanted to be there. Godless, a fan from the first album Way back in, I think, 91, he was a big fan of The Beyond, and so he'd obviously never seen them. So he flew over, um, made his way over to Ealing, and um, told me straight away about the metal podcast business, which was a bit sad, but that's hence you'll hear me trying to convince him a few times that he should be doing a regular podcast with me. Um, so, that's about it, really. That's, that's a bit of scene setting. That's all I'm going to do. There's three hours to get through here. There is one hour... Um, on our journey on the M1 up to Derby. Then there is an hour with the band. Well, with all the band, minus... Well, John, the singer, is there for about the first 10 minutes. Then he has to scoot off. Um, and my apologies in advance about the quality. Um There's an hour with The Beyond, or about 55 minutes with The Beyond. There is a support band sound checking for a period of that. So just skip through it is my advice to you. Just skip through it. Um uh because the majority of the interview is perfectly good quality and you know is really good. It's just unfortunately these things happen. Okay? So um there's then that with them and then there's an hour of Godless and I back on the M1 heading back from Derby to London talking about the gig talking about all sorts. This is just it's all sorts. It really is all sorts. I hope you enjoy it. Lots of metal to metal metal chat some movie chat some of the beyond chat and uh and that's it. And I still haven't got um because I'm do I'm doing this on the um still on my tiny little um uh tablet that I've managed to get working. So um still no sound effects. I from here on in, I am just gonna put all of the files back to back. So you'll hear me and Godless chatting for an hour on the motorway, you'll then hear the interview, and you will then hear the, the, the final um chat so that's it okay no more of a do here is the uh, drive up the motorway to derby da, 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 da. the number of days Well, I, I should tell you that I have pressed record Because I know Oh, okay. I know, sorry, yeah. oh quick, interesting <laughs> um, So, um, yeah, here we are, live on the road Yes, doing the podcasting while driving Take that, Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, We're on our way to see um, the, the Beyond, the beyond <laughs> Up in Derby Now, um, it's kind of weird We were talking about this earlier And saying that um, we've got We've got almost the exact opposite um, kind of experience with the Beyond, where I have um, they've they've they supported Acid Rain a number of times. I supported them when I was in Strange Thing, the band after I was in After Acid Rain. Know them all really well. Um, Really looking forward to seeing them. Um, And um, and
1: (laughs) you've I've got nothing. I've got a CD that I received in the mail from. Records in the United States of 1992 was it 91? Yeah, no, that no, might be not, yeah, yeah, 91, yeah, um, Yeah, 1992. It has to be right. Yeah, or yeah.
0: Like, no, you're right. 91, probably. Yeah.
1: yeah, and uh, uh, yeah, crawling was like just one of those albums that I couldn't, I couldn't put down. During, it, 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 by the way, it's called crawl. Crawl. Yeah, yeah. on the song I
0: crawl. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. I, I can
1: see again. Uh, so the uh, the the uh, that. Year, as far as like great albums, I mean, there's just dozens of great albums that came out in 1990, 91, in metal, and that was one of those that I spun more than any other.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now I, uh, what I'm interested in is is you got it from Continuum Records. Mm. Why? Why? Why did you? Oh look, there's a there's a band with sharks on the cover, and they're from Derby in England. Oh, that's a must.
1: Well, it was it. I was doing uh, uh, doing a metal radio show at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've heard of that. Yeah, and so the the you know, I used to get promos in the mail all the time. And Continuum Records had a uh, 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 radio uh, publicist, and she you know was like, "Hey, you really got to give this a listen. I think you're." It. and I mean you listen to to that album even now it sounds utterly unique I mean not only vocals but just the way the songs are structured and how sort of off kilter the the tempos can be and how interesting the the, the structures are you know, it struck me right away. And well, also also the, the, the thing that strikes most people out the gate is uh, the uh, insane drumming as well. Yeah, oh, totally. Yeah, it's, I, could, I guess that's where I'm going with the off-kilter, you know, uh, stuff. Because, he, yeah, what he's doing is way ahead of its
0: time. Yeah,
1: yeah. Well, I, uh, yeah. speaking of
0: somebody who's spoken to Neil... Uh, Since he's gone back to these songs It's like yeah I I think even he is surprised (laughs) At at what, what he got up
1: to back then Um and so the, the, I think I've mentioned this before, at least on the Metal Podcast, a great interview with Billy Joel where they're asking him what he regrets about his early material. And he says, Why the hell did I have to write the songs where I sing so high? Yeah. yeah as an old man, I hate singing that. I, I can't even do it most of the time. So I got to, you know, down tune like crazy. And I imagine the same thing is when you're a drummer. Like, you know, geez. Yeah. You slow down, me. Yeah. I mean,
0: it's. um but, it, but it's brought you it brought you all the way over here this is you know instead of instead of 70,000 tons of metal yeah. driving up the M1 to Derby uh, <laughs> flying over island
1: I don't know? think the Beyond ever toured the US I don't
0: know I certainly no I'm pretty sure they didn't yeah actually. so
1: you know I never got a chance to see them live uh, you know my entire like awareness of the Beyond was that one album and so like you surprised me by telling me that there was another I, yeah, I did, actually. And I, I, yeah. I sent you it as well, didn't I? Yeah, yeah. And, and, and
0: it, it's it, great. It's oh, totally oh great. you've got into it now? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. you were kind of like... I know. Yeah, at first you were a bit kind of like... Eh, but yeah. it's, it's just, you know, it's not... crawl. Cool. No, no. It is, it is the sound of progression. And yeah. the sound of progression is... Yeah, it's more restrained, if you like. It's more groove-orientated. Yeah. Um, but it's still But the, the thing is Two very different albums But I love I, I love them both mm-hmm. I really do um, and, um, and they were And actually Andy the guitarist And Neil the drummer And I think Jim Possibly the bass player Or not Went on to be in a band Called Gorilla And mm-hmm. they added a violin player gotcha. and, um, and that was really cool I, I, I remember getting the CD singles
1: Back in the day You know what's funny Is like I've been on their YouTube channel Now for months and I keep on resisting clicking the gorilla tracks because I just don't I guess I it, it, that's that funny thing about branding, right? Like it, it, I didn't even know whether it was exactly the same lineup or not. but it was like, I don't know, I don't want to go that, that's a step too far but it's
0: hey.
1: So. But I'm excited, you know, never never getting to see a chance never getting a chance to see them live. You know, as soon as they announced this uh, reunion show, it was like, oh, man, can I do this? And, um, you know, uh, some other stars had to align, but uh, thank goodness that they did.
0: Yeah, I'm one of those stars, baby. <laughs> 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 uh, yeah, well, you, I got your stars right here.
1: There are a couple friends that I had back in the States that, you know, way back in the early 90s, we, we would just, we, you know, that album was one of those albums that we just, like, Uh, talking about the songs talking about the tracks talking about how they do this how do they do that and uh, so yeah still being in touch with them thank goodness for Facebook uh, you know saying hey can you make the trip (laughs) 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 and they're incredibly jealous I suspect oh that's awesome and and you've just
0: described one of my favourite things as well which is when you've got that that pot of that that you're you're a member of that small pocket of metal fans where you've got this album that was never as big as it should have been, yeah. And 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 it and you, you, you can you can bond with people over just that, yeah. You know you can make friends. That's again, I think that's something unique about the metal community. You can, you can almost you know form a lifetime bond when you find somebody else who goes, oh yeah, that album kills. And you and like your your usual reaction from people is uh, never heard of them, or oh yeah maybe, but then when you meet somebody who goes oh yeah the Beyond Crawl oh yeah that's fucking amazing yeah. you're like oh right well this is this is something that we can we can you know talk about for hours <laughs> yeah you know and and also I think to an extent to an maybe I'm going too far this, but to an extent where you think oh this this is definitely a decent human being now do you know what I mean you know I don't need to worry about this person anymore you know they like they like Crawl yeah. or whatever your album is listening to this you know I'm sure you've got examples where there's there's groups who you still you know get together now or you you haven't seen each other for years you get together and the album comes up in conversation you go oh remember that yeah. remember that album. oh yeah man you all start fucking talking about it like you say you know
1: the only thing I would disagree with you on is I don't know that that album deserved a larger audience actually it is a really weird album and they got a very unique sound that like nobody else was doing. Yeah. Big flash out. And so, but I think what is surprising to me is that that album hasn't caught on with people who, um, you know, have, have begun mining some of those, uh, really great early progressive metal bands like cynic, um, you know, that, that you know, they, where there's a, uh, they're revered, you know, by bands like Between the Buried and Me and, um, uh, you know, and similar uh, contortionist bands like that. You know, Beyond to Me should be in that conversation. Uh, and it's surprising that it hasn't caught on.
0: Um, well, I think you've got basically the UK syndrome going on there. They were a UK band at that particular time. I mean, you know, the UK had been leading light in metal for years. And then, you know, the US took over with, with hair metal, with with thrash, um, then with grunge. And death metal. And, and death metal. And, and you had basically, you, you know, little old The Beyond from England yeah. doing this weird stuff. There's, there, 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 there was just never going to get any kind of acclaim, and they certainly weren't going to get a, a foothold in the states.
1: Well, um, a, the other band that, that uh, they were on Metal Blade rather than uh, you know a smaller label that was ill-fated like Continuum, uh, but I, you know is another one of those bands that were part of that early progressive metal movement, but still haven't gotten the respect that I think that they've deserved is called Thought Industry. And I've talked about them, you know, telling blue in the face it remained one of my favorite bands to listen to. And so it's weird to me. Like to me, thought industry are every bit as important and interesting, excuse me, if and, and probably a lot more interesting than bands like Cynic. While Cynic certainly might be more influential jeez uh, uh, if I were a, a band a young band today trying to find something that nobody else is doing right now I'd be listening to the beyond I'd be listening to thought industry and trying to figure out how I can incorporate those sounds yeah, that's, that's, that's fair I, I, I mean I, I, absolutely you just have to do a lot
0: of digging and look very hard because you know none of it's available um, and uh, it, it's, it's like you've got to know about you've got to know about the band
1: before you can go looking for them yeah, well there you go there's another sort of thing that metalheads love wormholing on stuff so it's uh, you know this is the scene that would do it if any would well that's what we're
0: and that's exactly what we're doing aren't we we're, worm, we're worm- <laughs> wormholing our way all the way up to Derby I mean <laughs> this is the ultimate wormhole here yeah. you know you flew over from Ireland this morning <laughs> we're driving from London to Derby to go and see this band and then and then turning around and coming back tomorrow um and uh, yeah, and well, and uh, going off on a complete tangent. Of course, by the time this comes out, the uh, the news will be out that, that you've just told me that um, yeah. the metal podcast is no more.
1: Ta-da! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Said
2: with real enthusiasm. Ta-da! Mm,
1: not your idea. <laughs> uh, nothing. Not nothing behind that curtain. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, uh, Chuck and I talk about it in some depth in the metal podcast, but uh, uh, yeah, it's it's you know going to be a little surreal for a while to not have the chance to be talking about uh, metal on a regular basis. You know. Um,
0: well, let, well, let's not jump to any conclusions there. Let's not jump to. There may well be a monthly metal chat where you and I get together. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk you into it. Um, you know, well, maybe not monthly even, but that, you know, that you're definitely gonna. I, I, I think that might be kind of weird though, because you, because you're not doing it on a regular basis. By the time we get a chance to chat You're just going to have Like You're going to be like Backed up Yeah Do you know what I mean You're going to be You're going to be backed up And you're just going to be like Shooting your load All over the place About metal news For the last like Month That you've formed Like opinions on One liners That you want to get out The
1: Dave Mustaine hour
0: (laughs) Absolutely You know Well you know I don't know if you've seen Any of that kind of like Alien porn And forgive me folks This is not something That I indulge in But where it's like Girls getting like Literally hosed down By Giant alien dicks, oh. and it's like basically that will be me, except <laughs> except the dick will be you, and the jizz will be metal news, and you'll just be you'll just be drowning me in this bukhaki of of, of pent up metal news that you've got to get out. That's
1: an awful description. It, it, it is, <laughs> but one I what,
0: what I find terrifyingly accurate. Uh, um, i actually, I, I do you know what I, I do actually need to. Do, we're driving along here. And uh, at this point, I should probably figure out. Where are we going? Um, well, I should probably figure out which junction we're taking for Derby. Um, so this is fascinating. This isn't it? a fascinating podcast. Man, man figures out where he's going.
1: Um, yeah, the podcast we did for like six years. We had three different incarnations of it, but uh, uh, it was uh, great doing it because you know we. we, we we able to get together in the beginning every Sunday morning and, and just uh, uh, shoot the shit. It's, it's one of those things that uh, you and I were talking earlier before we hit record about friendships and, and how, how you find things to bond on being able to bond with, uh, with Chuck on, uh, metal and what was going on. And then later on the conversations we were having with musicians, I, you know, it's one of those things that, you know, I, I, uh, I now sort of will look back on, I think is, a uh, you know, part of life. And, you know, it's, uh, uh, that I, I won't regret. I got to quick go back and try to download as many episodes as I can. So that way I got them all in one place on Dropbox, you know, but, uh, yeah great experience and, and uh, love Chuck to death and uh I want to kill him <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> um, don't know what the uh,
0: don't know what the future holds I do <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay I, look I've already pitched him a, a, like a once a month <laughs> me and him get together I mean I wanted to do it like you know uh, you know fortnightly no I'm only joking um, <laughs> but I, you know I, I, I definitely think um, that you know one door shuts another door opens yeah. you know and um, it's always it's always great having you on the podcast and um, I mean Jesus you're in my fucking car <laughs> do you know what I mean <laughs> I don't do this with just anyone you know um, I mean you know, it's, it's
1: remarkably clean in here I mean I didn't think that you lived in filter or anything but as a musician past you know being a musician once myself you know I just came to the sort of Belief that everyone lives in the film, you know.
0: Right. Okay. Let's let's let let's 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 just unpack that. Shall <laughs> we? A. You were never a musician, no, right? No, no. You hung around in bands, perhaps. Okay. Yeah, and B. <laughs> neither am I. I'm not a musician. I'm a writer who can vocalise. Uh, you know, I, I I think of myself as as, as uh, you know. I, I don't think of myself as a as a musician I think that's too too lofty a term I, I, I don't play an instrument I, I, I mean I, arranging music yeah I can I, I can do that but you know if there's no music there to arrange I'm fucked so in, I'm not a musician
1: in this context I was using a shorthand for I got in a van and then I got out of the van and put a guitar <laughs> in my hands <laughs>
0: no 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 I got it. I've got one for you you got in the van you got out of van of the services you came back from the toilet the van had gone it's (laughs) Pretty close (laughs) Oh man Uh, Yeah I I, 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 can We did that to Kev Back in Acid Rain Prior to mobile phones We left him stranded uh, At a a bus stop In nothing but A jacket and pants And by pants (laughs) I mean Underwear
1: Oh jeez
0: Yeah I know He nipped out To have a shit And he didn't (laughs) tell the driver And we drove off without him And this is pre-mobile phone So he had like To ring home Get his mum to ring the emergency number of the bus company and the bus company to ring the emergency mobile brick wow. in the coach. I go. Mean, this time we'd done about 50 miles. Yeah. We had to turn around and go get him. Oh, and he'd, he'd had to sit in services in nothing but pants and a jacket. It's <laughs> just brilliant. Everybody looking at him just
1: thinking, what a fucking tramp. <laughs> the only thing close to that is playing a gig in New Orleans drummer at some point disappearing with uh, one of the bartenders, female bartenders and just, we had no idea where he'd gone anything but we figured probably things turned out for the best, you know what I mean? Yeah, as uh, you do in those situations The next morning, knowing we needed to get to the next gig, again pre-cell phones uh, uh you know, I had to get up and going pretty early. We were going somewhere in Florida, and just well, let's drive down the main road in downtown New Orleans and see if he's out and about. And there he was, standing in the middle of the street, still in his you know clothes from the stage, with a just sour expression and a pair of drumsticks in his hand. that's really? uh, perfect, perfect. That didn't miss a minute. Really. I, I must apologise to um, to
0: listeners for the road noise at the moment this is a particularly loud section of the M1, really annoying where uh, where the M6 meets the M1 in case anybody knows the road if you want to like you know, just identi- <laughs> identify with the journey <laughs> oh, um, you know exactly where we are driving past one of those a huge, huge caravan at the moment on the back of a truck like one of those static caravans but obviously it's on the back of a truck so it's not static at the moment um, so anyway there we go yeah um,
1: now you're planning on interviewing the band then uh, during soundcheck you were saying yeah well
0: well yeah after soundcheck okay. during soundcheck might be a bit difficult wow well, you know what I'm saying <laughs> yeah I know what you're saying but I you know no they're, I d- the, they're the only band playing um, I don't know I know I think no there was a support band there was one oh. there was a support band confirmed huh. um, yeah a few weeks ago don't know who it is though um,
1: are there any other bands from that era that like you feel we're sort of criminally underappreciated?
0: Yes, yes. Besides um, Acid Rain? Ah, no, then. No, I was all set to give it the old well. Just one band, actually. Have you heard of a band called Acid Rain? But this, this is why we should do a fucking podcast. You know what I'm going to say oh, before I say God, it, so I no. so I have to come up with something better. Yeah, just
1: you know, try and all over your jokes, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, well, absolutely, but I can also decipher your bullshit Yeah, and you need someone to do that Yeah, do I? Yeah, yeah, yeah (laughs) What's your Chuck used to? Yeah, yeah, he did You know, oh god, already already using the past tense, it sounds weird, (laughs) man Sounds weird Thought I heard a bit of, like, an emotional crack in your voice there Oh, oh yeah, Uh, he did, he did (laughs) Oh, Oh god,
1: what's going on with my life? Pretty, pretty legit I'll never leave the house again I'll go no, back to using I, actually, the internet for porn Actually, yeah, now that I'm doing the podcast I might actually be able to leave the house
0: Yeah, yeah, it's, it's overrated You know, <laughs> leaving the house is overrated Um, for most people Unless it's for an acid rain gig, obviously Um, right, seriously Um, that's uh, well, like, a, well, bomb Disney. Well, I'm going to list bands who supported Acid Rain. Bomb Disneyland were an underrated band. They eventually had to change their name to Bomb Everything. I can't imagine why. <laughs> um, but they they were really cool. Uh, loved loved their first album. First track um, was called Moon. And the chorus was why don't why don't you just fuck off to the moon, <laughs> which was just uniquely uh, u- uniquely British. Um, and um, a punk band from back in the day Who I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, before Called The Stupids uh-huh. um, Who were pretty, pretty awesome like, They weren't underappreciated at the time But I don't think they ever made anything of themselves Outside of the UK Anybody who's into melodic punk um, could, could do themselves a favour And go back and listen to the senseless things um, who, were, who were really cool I saw them a lot back in the day and they were they were very very cool, and and to be honest, not just British bands. One band I always felt that were criminally underrated. Who I saw at the Duchess of York in Leeds in about it was 1985, I think, was a band called Scream with a 19 year old shit hot drummer called Dave Grohl, huh. um, who I who I spoke to after the show. i told this story before on the podcast, but yeah, it's really cool guy. I sound like Jamie Jasker now. <laughs> I've told this story so many times on the podcast, man. <laughs> Um, yeah, you gotta get the co-sign. That's the thing, though. You gotta get the co-sign. So I've got into my J- Jamie Jaster thing now. Yeah, you gotta get the
1: check, dude.
0: You gotta get the check. You're going in hard.
1: That's my Jamie Jaster impression. <laughs> now, I know that they did really well here in the UK. But yeah, well done. <laughs> I totally ignored that. Well done. <laughs> Keep going. I was uh, <laughs> always really surprised that One uh, More Death didn't do better in the
0: US. Well, the thing about Lomo Death was, and, and, and this is no—I I mean, Lomo Death were uh, were uh, yeah, a joke band. There's no, yeah. there's no, there's no um, two ways about it. Whereas Acid Rain was banned with a band with sense of humour, right? Uh, and that's why we gigged a lot, um, and it probably didn't do us much, didn't do us many favours, um, because to a lot of people, even to this day. They will not even consider us or our music because they think that we're a joke. Nerd.
1: Gotcha.
0: Um, and uh, you know that I, I have to say, Mo Death's third album, Billy, which I think is their best. And most Mo Death fans would disagree with that, but I think it's their best. It's a great, great little punk album. There's a cover version of Up the Junction on there. Have you heard it? No. It's called Billy. Okay. And it is absolutely great. It really, really is. But but by the time they were doing that, you know, we were all on our asses. I mean, Well, Acid Rain had been and gone. Yeah. Uh, and Lomo just kept going for one more album, and then there, and then that was the end for them as well. That's like ninety six, ninety five. So really? uh, no, it won't be that. Wouldn't be that long. Now um, we split in ninety one. So you're talking ninety two, ninety three. Okay. Um. But um. But then again, they did some really cool tours as well, almost. I mean, they toured with Death. Um, can you can you imagine that? But apparently, you know, Chuck thought they were hilarious and was like, <laughs> really cool. You know, really glad to have them on the bill, which I think is cool as fuck. Yeah. Um, Surprised that Chuck showed up, but yeah, <laughs> that was the surprise. Yeah, very much so. Everyone forgets that that wasn't around at the time. Yeah, yeah. Everyone forgets there was like two tours where. Uh, one it, They just cancelled And didn't come over uh-huh. And the other Where the band Came over without Chuck Yeah You know And people forget that now Because I posted a, uh, I, I, um, I posted a Posted a poster Try saying that When you're driving <laughs> And podcasting folks um, I posted a poster On the Acid Rain page Of um, uh, Death Acid Rain uh, And another band and um, I'd forgotten we were going to be doing it, but yeah, it got it got pulled. They they literally rang up the day they were supposed to be flying over and said we ain't coming. Yeah. And over the years, there's this rumor come about because it ha- happened on when I posted the post It happened when people say, oh yeah, like oh the label pulled the money or something like that, wasn't it? And it was like, well, no. I remember very clearly at the time. Music for Nations were throwing money at death to get them to tour because they could sell 50,000, 60,000 albums yeah. without touring and the label were like we can do 100,000 units if we could only get these motherfuckers on the road Right? and they were always there with the money to get it. it was just they just couldn't get the band to do it do you know what A toll sidebar here We've got a car With three guys in it Behind us I'm sure they're going To the same gig we are <laughs> I've just got this vibe I am sure they're going To the same gig we are That would be That would be awesome And I think I saw A couple of guys In the service station that Mind you I'm, I'm like basically Looking at anyone Who looks Even remotely alternative And going <laughs> Right yeah they'll, they'll be going To the gig today Because
1: the theatre's Like 500 seats Or something like that It's a, it's a big theatre um, I, I haven't done any
0: I haven't done any Any of that All research right. Of course King of the research Sorry, over uh, here. No 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 So t- <laughs> tell me more well, Where are the fire exits Because
1: <laughs> yeah. I think it's nearly sold out in, You know 500 people In Derby I mean Freaking hell
0: Haven't you? There's going to be no There's going to be nobody On the streets of Derby tonight Yeah Totally
1: <laughs> It's probably a little bigger Than you think Um but um, yeah, I didn't expect a small gig by any stretch. But uh, that, that's bigger than I was anticipating for sure.
0: It's, well, I, now you tell me that it's bigger than I was anticipating as well. I would have, I would have anticipated going smaller. But it depends. Uh, do we know whether there is just one room, or is it, you know is there is there Sort two theaters. Oh, uh, no, maybe you're right. Maybe I, you're I, right. D- I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pleased for them. If 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 I'm wrong, I'm, uh, you know, if it's, if it's this is nearly yeah. sold out and and it's five hundred seat, you know, five hundred capacity venue, this is going to be a fucking rocket night. Yeah. Well, it's going to be a rocket night anyway if it was just me and you there. You know, the last band
1: that I went to for their reunion uh, was Acid Rain. It, well, yeah, but I mean, that's that was part of the tour. Like as a one-off gig. Mucky Pup Oh
0: my god Yeah Now you see You know we were talking about Albums Where, uh-huh. you, where you can wormhole on With a few people Because yeah. well Mucky Pup's Second album boy in a man's world <laughs> I can ring up I can ring up five people now and we can be on the phone for an hour talking about that album
1: is that the one with uh, uh cop between a headbanger's balls and uh, uh, 120 minutes uh, on it or Skin uh, Has get- Broke by Walkman I think it's the one with um, uh, three dead gophers
0: maybe no it's the one with um, uh. oh Little Red... Is it uh, The Big Bad Wolf? Um, the song that Green Jelly had a huge hit with. Oh, okay, yeah. Three Little Pigs. Three Little Pigs. Well, okay. And Mucky Pup did that did that brilliantly. Huh. And then years later, Green Jelly basically took the Mucky, <laughs> Mucky Pup version, absolutely ripped it off, and had a worldwide hit with yeah, it. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, That's interesting to see. I, I have the whole catalogue for Mucky Pup. I haven't dived through it. I've worked with it in a long time. Like... 10, 15 years, but yeah, I was living in New Jersey and just somehow got word that they were reuniting one last time and borrowed my roommate's car, got lost in the highways of New Jersey for hours and just pulled up just in time to catch their, uh, catch the gig. But then they went on to, uh, I guess a couple of them like had a successful graphic design and website development company. And then oh,
0: the, the, I never bought any of their albums. And then got the yeah,
1: <laughs> and then got the band back together to do more touring and stuff like that. So, I, you know, but you know, it's funny thing about when it's like a one last gig, see ya You know, to me, I emotionally sort of like, okay, good. I'm that chapter's closed, and any other activity that might happen, I don't pay any attention to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, that's that, that's interesting. I think um, you've got to be very careful doing that. That one. I mean, this is different tonight because this is um, this is more um, this is more about uh, the charity.
1: Who's a the charity for?
0: Uh, I honestly don't know. So it's all about the charity. It is, well, no, no, but for, for the band it is. Yeah, no, yeah. not for me. Yeah, for me. Although to be fair, to be fair, I would have easily got guest list for tonight, but I bought tickets because yeah. it is, you know, it's charity. So there you go. I've given my annual ten pounds to charity. Um, it's uh, so generous. I say annual. Normally biannual. Um, but. um yeah, but with the, it's, hey, the when the singer's the mayor of Derby, yeah. they ain't gonna be touring.
1: Well, let, let's be honest. Ten pounds is like fifteen euro, fifteen US dollars. So it's more than just ten pounds. <laughs> oh, right no, you're, no. you're almost fifty percent more generous than you think you are. <laughs> well, like, well I'm,
0: I'm, I'm happy in one way that you'd say that, but you know, I, you know, pounds is real money, you know, <laughs> and all the other stuff is just monopoly shit.
1: Um, yeah, which speaking of, they wouldn't accept my one pound coin in the uh uh Costa Coffee. So I gotta I gotta well, trade because it it's Well it's a Euro Apparently it? it's old. No, it's a one pound coin. Oh no yeah, those it's, are out uh monopoly
0: money. Yep, those are done. <laughs> those are done. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Oh, my God, you're so 2017, aren't you? <laughs> those went out like last year, yeah, totally. honestly. To me, God. Have you got some dealy boppers and leg warmers as well? <laughs> um, so, so you literally, you're one of those people, you hoard loose change. Yeah. Totally.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I said to my wife last night, uh, do we have any pounds? Yep and then she just spread it all out over the counter and like, oh cool and what about the pounds dumped it into the
0: <laughs> that was a wife joke sorry <laughs> do apologize Mrs. Godless if you're listening to this which you're not let's face it um <laughs> the um <laughs> <laughs> and then You, you messaging me last night I've got an Oyster card I'm like dude awesome. you, can use, you can use Android Pay Or Apple yeah. Pay Oh we don't have that yeah, Over yeah, here that Like over there, yeah. what Because yeah. of course Last podcast I, I, listened, uh, I listened to Well the one podcast That sticks into mind Was you going on about How you know How you love Getting fucked by Google And you use all of Their technology And everything else it's So to I put just Totally <laughs> <It's laughs> way to put it And it's um, Getting Google's cock Right up your ass. Um but it,
1: so I just thought. Well, you just you know you have Android Pay, obviously. Yeah. But uh, nobody but no. takes it. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a handful of shops that that do, but you know. Well, it's it, anywhere where there's contactless. <laughs> it's anywhere where there's, there's contactless, no marketing really. material or anything like that. And like I was saying, I was in a burrito shop just a couple of weeks ago, and some nerd had his phone trying to pay with his phone with uh, Apple Pay because he had an iPhone. And uh, they wouldn't take it
0: Hang on, hang on, some nerd Can yep. I just can I just tell you that There's a, a, a huge number of people over here <laughs> Using their phones to pay with shit yeah, And I'm sure your journey on the underground You saw plenty of people using their phones to tap in and tap out And stuff like that You're there with your kind of like You're there with a Hey guys, I'm a tourist, rob me <laughs> Oyster card I, um, didn't, I
1: actually didn't use a ro- Oyster card I bought a ticket Oh my god Old school Wow You fucking hate trees then
0: (laughs) You know you can use You've got a contactless debit card Yeah probably no you don't no, You can use it okay. You just tap in and out with that. Yeah. But you
1: know how it is You go up to one of those things you got a bunch of people behind you and It's always crowded And you don't want to Try tapping it Everybody look at you That's, like, why, that's what everybody's using uh,
0: They're all using Their credit cards And their phones yeah, no, no, no. you use the ticket Everyone's going <laughs> yeah. Hey look Check out Fucking stone age man Over there um, this is, Hey, this is a fascinating conversation, isn't it? <laughs> this has turned into the conversation you have in a car, isn't it? Yeah. As opposed to, oh, let's do a podcast <laughs> It's just turned into two guys having one of those Now you yeah, can see why well, those well,
1: Seinfeld episodes are like, five minutes long, you know? Yeah, absolutely <laughs> Absolutely and it did.
0: I, I, yeah, I should, I should get around to watching some of those People keep telling me to watch them And um, by the way I, I, Oh no, I'm not going to mention it Because I've already mentioned it on the podcast I was going to mention Lost in Vegas But, you know yeah, I'll have gone on and on, on and on about that anyway And I'm sure loads of people are listening i watching them anyway Apart from you I can't believe you missed out on that yeah, well, not for long Not for long, no it's gonna, You're going to subscribe to that And you're going to thank me for it I'll tell you, dude. <laughs> so far up your street People just, you know Stripping music down it's just yeah, it's
1: great. Anyway, I said I was going to talk about. It. Well, I just farted. Man. I don't think the mic picked it up, but I don't want to open the window. It's I'm going to ruin the audio. Well,
0: I, even if you, even if, even if we weren't podcasting, I would request that you don't open the window. Don't open the window. No, they're they're the rules, man. You fart right. in the car, you deal yeah, with it. Yeah, okay. You know, I mean, you're talking to somebody who who tours with four of the most rancid asses you have <laughs> ever fucking travelled with, <laughs> Pete. Cookie, Paul and Mark could fucking kill a small animal with any one of their farts.
1: Yeah, it's funny how like in a bad setting it's like everybody's trying to outdo each other with the gross.
0: Yeah, but that's usually because we uh, it's usually because we've all, we've, we've all we're, we're all eating the same thing you know? And yeah. we're all eating on the road yeah. And it's just all shit that's going to make you just, As you would say Give you
1: gas Yeah, yeah probably you're eating it like fast Because you're trying to get to the next thing It's that old push to wait mentality of a on So you're taking in all that extra air When you stuff the food in your mouth And then all that air is going to
0: come out again Yep yeah. Well, you've just explained um, my—you've <laughs> just explained my entire digestive system <laughs> all the time, not just when I'm on the road. Yeah, rushing. Um. Oh yeah, always. There's, well, it's always like something else to do. But I—but you're—you're one of these weird people who thinks like, I I've heard you say this before. If you could, if you could, um, if you could just take a pill instead of having a meal. Oh, hell yeah. I mean, that freaks me the fuck out. Really? I love
1: food. Oh, so, I mean, yeah, I mean, f- good food it's good, but, I mean, as a necessary thing that you must do, it's, it's a awesome. waste of time. I look forward to my meals. Well, it, it, wouldn't you look forward to them that much more if they were 100% optional? It's if, huh? I don't, I don't, You know, this idea that <laughs> we're somehow, like, descended from some sort of divine being. It's absolutely out the window as soon as you think it. whoa oh, we 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 well How do we get to God? How do to God? Because you gotta like, you gotta sleep, and you gotta eat, yeah, and you gotta shit.
0: Breath, oh, sorry, he's breathing a bit of an effort as well. Breathe. or if you didn't sure. have to do that. Yeah,
1: if I didn't have to do any of those things, that'd be terrific.
0: I can, to be fair, I can, I can imagine a few people listen to this thing. It's, they're thinking, yeah, you can stop breathing any time you want, dude. I'm good with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but anything that's like, you know, I like freedom, right? I'm a, I... Oh, man, are you seriously
0: telling me that I don't like people telling me what to do? Right. it's some, think... some, some kind
1: of reason to not enjoy food? Well, no, I'm not saying you don't enjoy food. I'm saying the opposite. I'm saying, why is it that food has to be necessary? Because
0: otherwise you die.
1: I know, and that's that to me is objectionable. Right? So you it's a constraint. I don't like constraints. I would love the <laughs> freedom to go. You know what? I'm just going to be productive for the next three weeks. Oh, yeah, well, hang, on, hang on! Don't bother me. Don't call me. Yeah. Don't. I'm not going to sleep. I'm not going to eat. I'm not going to breathe. I'm not going to shit. Great. And then come out three weeks later, you get so much done. But are you, are you,
0: you, you're one step away from you're one step away from the same kind of thought pattern as. Wouldn't it be great if you were invisible? I mean, this, it's, 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 it, 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 it's. Oh, sure, but it's fairness. It's, pure it's, it's, it's right, it, oh, thank God. I'm glad you. I'm <laughs> um, thank you for thank you yeah. for just putting that in there. Oh, uh,
1: totally. But I'm just, I, you know, my point is that that you know there are ways to reduce the amount of time that you spend eating, reduce the amount of time you. Spend sleeping all that stuff yeah I'm always interested in all those ideas it's not an idea
0: what Reducing. I mean hang on you are you, you are Reducing. you are the man you are the man who's prepared to give the soylent dial a yes, go I yes, mean okay. people can you believe it right there's this gel it's fucking green it looks like... It's it looks bent, like jellied yeah, grass, basically. Okay. No, it's not, OK, right, forget that. But it's called Soylent, right? I mean, they've really sold it in the name now, haven't yeah, yeah. they? I mean, my my juices are flowing. Mm, give me some Soylent.
1: It's not meant to be enjoyable. It's meant to be sustainable and reduce the amount of time thing you can you, you can make your soil in the, the in the the, 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 the the shaker in 30 seconds just add water right and then you can drink it as you're doing other things it's it, it's almost perfect in that regard. Yeah, but I mean, don't
0: you like sit down, have a bit of breakfast, have a
1: coffee? Ooh, sure.
0: I know you don't like coffee, but maybe a tea, or maybe another drink, or just another drink that doesn't offend you, like food does. Yeah, you, know? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, something neutral like milk. Um, and you know, and, and that's how you start your day. And you go, right now I'm going to be productive. Well, well, see, that's the thing. Now I'm going to be productive. Why not be productive before then? But oh, well, also, if you're productive all the time, do you ever, right? Do you ever, you are productive, then you take a break for a meal, you come back, and you see some of the shit that you did when you're being productive, and you're thinking, actually, now I've had some time away from it, I've been able to take a step back and recalibrate. It's not as good as I thought it was. I need to revisit that. Yeah, sure, but even that is being productive. Yeah, so uh, having no, a meal and a break was productive then? Well, no, reviewing what you've done is productive. Yeah, but you had to have a break, so what do you want to do with that break? Well, do something else productive. What, a bit of gaming maybe? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no video. That's, I, that's a bit of an <laughs> in-joke, folks. Uh, we, uh, neither of us are gamers, okay? You know but, what they say, can't say gamer without saying gay. Um, <laughs> there's nothing wrong with that, I'm just saying. Um, Get out of the house
1: See that's the thing It's like a lot of times The reason that your work isn't so good Is not of high quality Is because you were tired Because we all have to sleep If you didn't get tired Because you never have to sleep Well fantastic Now you're always going to be putting up Really high quality
0: work Look I'm really pleased for you and, you, and this fantasy land, oh, it's do you are do you either live living, or you're gonna live in, right? Okay, we got some uh, hazard lights on now. Fucking queue traffic. It's Friday, after all. I know a lot of people listening to this going, "You don't? You're on the M1 on a Friday? You mad, fucker?"
3: <laughs>
0: yeah, that's how we roll up in this bitch. How you living?
1: Um, but technology has done all sorts of great things. I don't see why it can't. Well, eventually. hang on, hang
0: on. Hang on uh, yeah, actually, can. Let's go back to the root of that Human okay. beings have done great things Technology didn't just did Fucking jump out of the ground
1: Exactly but it's know, Human beings of, have done great a things A bunch of productive human
0: beings I have, to, I have, to, I have no <laughs> argument with that But I bet those productive human, I bet those productive motherfuckers Were having breakfast, lunch, dinner and tea
1: Yeah well You know Because they had to yeah, think, of yes, much, yes, think of how they, much. Yes, they did. Think of how much further we'd be along
0: if. Oh, we great If social media is, if social media is an example of how far we've come, fucking take it me backwards. It, it's, but
1: it's only one example. I mean, social media is a great is a great tool.
0: It, it, it's a tool. It's that. It, it is a tool. yes it's a
1: great tool. I get to stay in touch with people that I wouldn't normally stay in touch with.
0: Yeah, and those, those sides of it are great. Yeah. It's just the, the sides of it where you know masses of people pretending to be people who they aren't, the narcissistic nature of society that it's created. Yeah, whole generations of kids who are all, they're, all, of, yes, whole generations of kids who are all they're interested in is how how they look. Constantly checking mirrors, going oh, to the gym because because Instagram is their life and Snapchat is their life, and I've, how they're perceived on those social medias is how their self esteem is built.
1: So no, see this is it. I'm still remember back in the 80s seeing like one of those news programs talking about uh, I guess it was in the early days of photoshopping uh, pre-photoshop but like you know using uh, uh, retouching photos before you put them in magazines and they were examining how kids were reacting to models in these magazines and that they were uh, that unrealistic versions of beauty Mm -hmm. were what they found attractive and these kids are just like oh she ugly and she's ugly it was just the same models but they were ugly and right. it's like it's the same sort of thing ah uh, right hang on hang on uh back
0: in the 80s, yeah, were billions of kids around the world carrying the exact same magazine around in their pockets looking at it at least once every five minutes and then making comments on those pictures that the other billions of the kids around the world could read. No. I'm afraid that comparison doesn't hold up.
1: But they they weren't looking at the same people, kids nowadays are not all looking at the same magazine. They're looking at thousands and thousands and Thousands of different magazines.
0: But the message is the same. No, they're not uh... looking at thousands of magazines. They're looking at, they're looking, they're using what? They're using uh, Snapchat and Instagram. They're using the same platforms. And what you're developing is a narcissistic not generation.
1: Only, not only are they uh, looking at a much greater variety of uh, 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 media than they, than they did 30, 40 years ago. On top of it, some of them are being coming successful at being the very objects and the very uh, subjects of what others are consuming, which is incredibly empowering.
0: I uh, hey, look for that for that, and for that. You know half of one percent i am i stand up and applaud but it's right. but
1: it, it's actually more than that because you've got people becoming uh, uh are able to project versions of themselves to their entire community and that's part of what makes social media so effective uh, it, it it
0: does but you, you get we, rid of the gatekeepers but we are still raising a generation of narcissistic individuals just
1: like every other generation before
0: even more so, even more pronounced.
1: Uh, well, appearance has never been more important. I don't know. I'll tell you what. I just went through the airport today. You should have seen some, what some of these kids are wearing.
0: Yeah, that's that is that is, is it, for a start. That's broad-minded yeah. kids. They're in the airport. Yeah. They're traveling. Okay, so you know,
1: you know. So please, please. Do you know what I mean?
0: You know, you don't. Let's say we need to market research. You I don't just go came, and stand in an airport. I just
1: came from London Gatwick. Unrealistic versions of beauty They are not really Yeah, yeah, yeah so Absolutely
0: <laughs> we Absolutely I'm they fighting a battle they there could use
1: a little bit more narcissism As far as I'm concerned mm,
0: mm. <laughs> Just a fucking mirror <laughs> Yeah, yeah no, that'll do yeah. yeah Have you got a mirror app on that phone? Yeah, you probably want to use that Um <laughs> yeah, okay, I can appreciate that. <laughs> but it, Well, uh, uh, yeah, look, uh, getting back to Soylent and your, ha- and your, and your hatred of food. <laughs> I
1: don't hate it. There's great food. I love great food. But I also love a great movie. I like a great uh, uh Dinner with album. friends. I, yeah, I love Dinner with I,
0: friends. They're coming exactly. around to have a meal with your wife All while that... you are productive. No,
1: no. I'm saying A great movie, great album, all great book—all these things I like to enjoy at my leisure, just like I would like to enjoy my food at my leisure, rather than being required to consume it three times a day.
0: Right. Okay. Um, All right. Here we go. We've got some cunts on the road. This car on the left here, right, is some vaping cunt in it (laughs) with gold rims on his fucking. Silver Vauxhall Vectra Uh, You you fucking prick Every now and then It's just
1: like this fucking Puff of fucking smoke comes out The vaping is cool I I much prefer vaping 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 is cool It's so much cooler than cigarettes
0: Oh oh, well That's like saying Fucking slashing your wrists Is cooler than shooting yourself Absolutely I mean Vaping is not cool If you're a vaper Pack up Just give up I mean you know You go from smoking 20, 20 fucking uh, cigarettes a day to suddenly standing outside puffing on strawberry and ginger uh-huh. mm, I found my brand grow up <laughs> you smell like a sweet shop <laughs> yeah, seriously grow up
1: than sell- smelling like a cigarette oh my god oh and I'm just saying quit both oh yeah you know, f- do the I world a favor totally agree with that but you know what, do you, what are you going to do you're fighting a losing battle if you're trying to get people to quit smoking if it's a preference I, I'll, I'll walk behind somebody vaping a hundred times before I'll walk behind somebody smoking
0: Oh, and I mean, comp- I completely agree. Um, I just, I just find this whole vape shops, vaping community. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if you're ever around, you got a friend who vapes, and they meet, and you introduce them to somebody else who vapes, you may as well just fuck off, yeah. Because <laughs> you ain't going to see them all night, and they're going to have a comment, "Oh, what size is your tank? Oh, what strength is it? Oh, fuck off."
1: See, what's nice about it is that, like, I always remember like friends who would smoke, and they go, "Oh my god, it tastes so good." I know it doesn't taste good. You don't go to basketball Robbins robins and among the 42 flavors is cigarette <laughs> you know what I mean nicotine yeah 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 yeah, yeah, it, yeah. it doesn't exist nobody you know, nobody is like walking around licking ashtrays yeah. it's
0: and not- and <laughs> our new our, our new flavor menthol cigarette yeah, cigarettes. yeah <laughs> certainly
1: <laughs> it tastes bad everybody knows it don't try to convince me otherwise so people are vaping you know strawberry <laughs> banana well okay now that makes a certain amount of sense I know but you got this 45 year old
0: guy who looks like a fucking gorilla with his battle jacket on and everything else and he smells like a fucking
1: child's packed lunchbox. Uh, it's just fucking embarrassing. Uh, yeah, well, it is. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. What I, what I don't get is, like, like for example, like, uh, uh, you know, the holidays just passed. There's all these, like, corporate parties going on in these hotels. And I'm standing outside one of them and, you know, there's all these women. First of all, they're wearing, you know, the, the smallest skirt they possibly can find. It's What so, a shame. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, all right. I'm not arguing, but sub-zero weather. Uh, uh, yeah, weather. Now yeah. you can tell they spent hours getting their makeup just right so it would look great. They're they're they've got all
0: sorts of perfumes on. So they'll spend great. They'll also spend all night taking pictures of themselves and uh-huh. putting them on Instagram because they are narcissistic. But, but there you go.
1: The dudes are all wearing the you know most expensive cologne, the whole thing, and then they stand outside smel- uh, smoking cigarettes for the rest of the night. They smell like <laughs> shit. Yeah, yeah, that's... that's. That makes no sense to me. Vaping, if you're killing yourself, great, as long as you smell good doing it.
0: And you're killing yourself a lot slower.
1: Yeah. Yeah. At least that's what we suspect.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, look, ultimately, it's... um it's preferable to cigarettes, but you know it's that that you know that's it's also preferable to sucking on a tailpipe.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, it's preferable to a lot of things. Sticking your head in a bag of shit, um, <laughs> I, but that, I, that still doesn't convince me that it's something that is the good.
1: The other day, I'm outside a shop, and there's a we're kid. Stuck,
0: oh, by the way, we're, we're stuck in traffic at the moment, uh, so um, lack of road noise. And Get, there's a enjoy kid. it while you can. <laughs> <laughs> there's this
1: kid standing on He couldn't be eighteen. Couldn't be eighteen. Yeah, and. He's vaping. And at first I'm like, whoa, dude. Because vaping's what you do when you're getting off cigarettes. It's like, have you been smoking since you were eight and now you're getting moving vaping but then I was like no I'll bet you he's just starting on the vaping
0: yeah that's probably okay well I remember when when it all first came in when it was e-cigarettes when it first came yeah, in uh-huh. and a friend of mine sold
1: them at the mall and a friend of mine <laughs> and you could still smoke <laughs> inside
0: yeah and a friend of mine was smoking his e-cigarette I said we were in a curry house and he was smoking his e-cigarette I said oh you quitting he goes no he says I'm not smoking it mm-hmm. I just put his e-cigarette aside yeah. and then go and smoke outside come back in <laughs> puffing on the e-cigarette <laughs> the will to live yeah absolutely it's like that's the way to travel man you know <laughs> these cigarettes aren't killing me on the- these cigarettes are gonna kill me on their own <laughs> I need to double up
1: <laughs> uh, brilliant I just don't understand like trying to ban it and stuff like that she's you know it, it, it it's it's an alternative
0: well we've just had a we've just had a study in the UK on um, uh, um, saying that basically vaping e-cigarettes sh- you, you should be able to get them on the national health because they b- because they are so such a useful tool for um, quitting smoking hmm. and and it's like i've seen the seen the government try, try, trying trying to take steps to regulate it which right. in other words means hmm there's a lot of money being spent yeah here. that's right we want a piece of that yeah but they do it under the guise of um uh, the nation's health, in inverted commas.
1: Yes, agreed. It, but you know, it would be nice to know what the hell's in that stuff. Human
0: governments don't give a shit if you drop dead in the street. <laughs> they want the money. Yeah, simple as that. I mean, look if governments if government's absolute genuine concern was genuinely the health of its people, mm-hmm. well, you just ban alcohol and cigarettes. Job done. No. Yeah, there you go. Oh, come on, they
1: already banned alcohol. <laughs> that
0: didn't work out. But this is what this is what I'm saying. Oh, no. oh, come on! They already banned alcohol. That didn't work out. Yeah. Your ex-country of which you are, yeah. which is which, which you are now dead to, by the way. <laughs> I was talking to America this week. You're fucking dead to them. Um, and um, uh, you tried prohibition back in the day before fucking cars right. and television. Well, you know, cars. Yeah. Well, yeah, but you, yeah. yeah. My, my point is, yeah, but
1: but uh, well, I'm I'm just- but then they, but then they've got the drug war. The drug war hasn't worked out either. Same thing.
0: Yeah. Well, I, well, I'm all for I'm all for
1: legalization of um, of drugs. So you would legalize drugs, but you would make alcohol and cigarettes illegal.
0: No, no, no. I was talking about if governments were concerned, this is what oh, they would do. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm not a government. Yeah. If I was in government, yeah. Right. Everything's legal. It's just you me. know murder the law. But <laughs> the, you but you have to you know have to get a murder license. You'd have to apply. Let's talk. Say to Mayor this Darby is the person. This, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, let's, like, between songs. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Between songs. So we're gonna do one of the first CV. Before you do, (laughs) (laughs) just got a couple of questions for me and my American friend here. Um, So what's your feeling on legalised prostitution? No, I don't... I would legalise murder right and then you have to you'd have to apply for a licence and they'd be like okay uh, you'd apply for a licence They say okay why are you applying this it's like it's my next door neighbour and, and why and you like you list stuff well you know it's fucking a, they stay up to all hours making loads of noise I've tried to be reasonable they're, they're, they're not being reasonable they got a dog that barks all the time they've got a daughter who's a hooker they got a son who's a drug dealer um, there's car parts in the yard and, all. and I'm not and he said I'm just suggesting taking one of them out Okay, I'm uh-huh. saying take the father out. Okay, let the mother and the and the kids live. Hopefully, the father will be a lesson. If he's not, maybe I'll be back in a few months <laughs> looking for a license for the mother or maybe one of the kids. You know, no, don't know. See how this pans out. I'm not sure. I blame the parents, but maybe I'm wrong. You know, and and you you go to a committee and they, you know, they uh, they, they 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 discuss it and they come back and they say, well, you know, what we've decided is. This is the course of action. You have to go back and say that you've applied for a license, and um, that they're, they're on a warning. So They've got six months to to to, to shape up, or um, you know, or, or you know, your your application will be sanctioned.
1: The government- But unfortunately,
0: what happens is. <laughs> They shoot you when you when you tell them you've applied for a license. <laughs> I've got to, I've come around to say you're on warning. <laughs> oh dear!
1: The government that you don't trust for vaping is the government that uh, no, it's my government. This is really you
0: know, no, 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 no I'm, I'm not saying Theresa May <laughs> and some and some politicians are gonna are gonna sort this out for me. I'm saying my government. <laughs> if I was in power, if you, you know. were the mayor of Derby, yeah, but but for but but also i changed some existing laws. So Take for instance, if you're on the road. Would, right? If the
1: lead singer of the Beyond can do it, why can't the lead singer of Acid Rain do it?
0: I think there's a little difference between being Prime Minister of the UK and lawmaking powers and being Mayor of
1: Derby.
0: Okay? I mean, th- thanks for the analogy and putting me under some sort of pressure, um, which I'm not feeling.
1: Um, yeah, the, this guy has totally raised the bar on, on what's the expectations for... For, for, for singers from from bands from the late, bands.
0: Late, late, yeah, yeah, yeah. late 80s, early 90s metal Vans We've got a lot To live up to Um Well I've, I've But I, I I change existing laws For instance Things like Um Uh If you If you Let somebody If you let somebody In Um In, in, traffic. Know, in, in traffic Yeah And they don't wave Or flash their lights uh-huh. Public flogging For that okay. If somebody steals A parking space That you're waiting for Death uh-huh. I, Hanging's too good for them yeah. You know absolutely people who park like cunts people who park in a car park in the in between two spaces that's they're shot in front of their children <laughs> this is and this. if they don't have any children you wait till they have children and then you shoot them in front of the children your minor nuisance platform <laughs> yeah, yeah absolutely yeah but ah but the samurai quite rightly say uh-huh. little things should be treated as big things and big things should be treated as little things and if you think about it that is exactly right because if it's a little thing, like, for instance, you know, um, I was talking to a guy who runs a, um, uh, a business centre. They've got loads of little offices. And, you know, you'd, you'd, you'd think that writing the fire policy for the, for, the, for the place would be a big thing. And making sure there's always toilet roll would be a little thing it's the other way around. <laughs> it's the other way around. You know, you treat the little things like there might not be any toilet roll as a big thing. Uh-huh. You make sure that fucker that never happens. Right. But when it's something major, you treat it as a little thing because that way it takes the pressure off you and you're able to think clearly you're able to you're able to be the the best you can be in that situation you remove the stress from it it's a bit of a shitty uh, uh, analogy actually but I could have used one better than (laughs) toilet roll and fire policy Um, but the point I'm making is what that says is it's keeping it you know keep a cool head in a big situation and when it's a little situation give it your utmost attention and what I'm saying is kill people who steal car, car pockets spaces. That's that's where that goes.
1: I was thinking about recently about how, you know, one of the neat things about having done the Metal Podcast with Chuck for six years... Is Rest that, in peace. Yeah, is that it's, uh, it you know, there's a document now of what it is that, we're, sort of what I was thinking at the time and, mm. you know, and... and uh, you know sort of who I am to a certain degree is presented at least a version of who I am is on that so it's, yeah it's a it's, shame isn't it it's, well it's interesting because you know I'm thinking about now the yeah. version of you that you're presenting on your podcast here is oh. suggesting that I, I look I murder dude I said this 20
0: years ago I'll be saying it in another 20 years don't you worry about that yeah <laughs> I, you know I read some of the interviews that, that I did all those years ago and I think yeah well this kid's making some sense yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, what happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> um, um, uh, yeah, so, but anyway, look. Spoilers. Oh, no. <laughs> <Soylent. laughs> I keep coming back to that. Oh. I'm just like, oh, the concept of, oh, wouldn't it be great to just take a pill? No, yeah. no. I like, I, I cherish my, I cherish my my meal times. I mean, I like some I self self employed. You know, I, I look forward to that that hour that's mine. Because the other time I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm working for
1: for someone else. Yeah, and that that would be a fair argument. You know, it's a, it's not like, um, you know, if lunch were be able uh, was able to be replaced for in the public consciousness and what people uh, uh, socially consider acceptable, if it were to be replaced by a tasteless drink, so that way people wouldn't stop working. It's not like you would yeah. get an hour less at. The end of your day to work, the, you know, the, the corporate Corporations would just take advantage of you working an additional hour. That's so, so
0: have you managed to find a hole in your theory
1: there? No, no, that, that you I know. G- I guess I don't think about it in terms of uh, anyone being, but you. being productive on behalf of somebody else. I'm always thinking about it in terms of being productive. Yeah, for applying, it,
0: apply, yeah, and applying it to your own life, which yeah. is absolutely, you know, absolutely fair enough. That's that's what you, that's what any normal human being would do. Not for a minute am I accusing you of being normal. <laughs> uh, um, 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 3.9 3. miles before the uh, Derby exit by the way so this shitty traffic is not really going to do us too much damage because we're going to be off in three
1: miles. nearly every single night nearly every single night I go damn it there's something more I wanted to get done or there's another movie I wanted to watch or another episode and I can't because
0: because can't, your time management is shitty your time management is shitty no, I have, is no shitty.
1: now I have to go to bed I'm too tired if I, if I don't go to bed now I'm not going to be able to wake up early in the morning so it's uh, but a you waste it's, of time
0: how many how many hours sleep do you get tonight seven hours right well make it six well, already Margaret moved- Thatcher run the UK on six hours of sleep. Yeah, um, not a good example.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I've already moved down from eight to seven. Right. Uh, there are plenty of nights that I get I get less. But
0: I bet you're one of these people that if you wake up and you've had ten hours sleep, you're gutted. You're like, oh man. Uh, Don't look at that time I wasted by sleeping.
1: I, yeah, I, every night, every morning, I wake up thinking, "What a freaking waste of time that was,
0: <laughs> dude!" You need to be taking some nice pills that give you wacky <laughs> dreams where you wake up and go, "Dude, yeah, that was fun." <laughs> dude, that was fun.
1: I do have some nightmares. They, I record my sleep.
0: I've heard about this. That, that, that. Yeah. To me, that to me is just like you're really over obsessing about yourself. If you want to know what you're doing <laughs> while you're asleep, uh-huh. you should probably. Take your head out of your uh, ass,
1: <laughs> dude! I got some recordings of me whimpering in my sleep. That is just oh. so good. Oh
0: god, so good! Could you do me a favor? Could you I never s- play them to me?
1: <laughs> I save those in, in a special folder in my Dropbox.
0: Really? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you what. Send some over, and I'll stick some in the podcast, <laughs> see ya, see ya. and then we can do a follow up <laughs> discussing discussing the noise you make and what we think it means. Uh, And anything decipherable in there? Is it like, any words or is it all like...
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's that. Yeah. 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 But what's interesting is, like, I rarely can remember my nightmares, but when I hear back those sounds that I was making while I was having those nightmares, I can distinctly remember what it was that I was dreaming at that very time.
0: Yeah, because it's a trigger. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you don't wake from your nightmares then?
1: Uh, depends...
0: It totally depends. If it's because, it, unless it's coming to some sort of conclusion where there's a possible death, and you go like,
1: yeah, "No, no, I haven't had that. No, no, usually it's more like." So what
0: was your nightmare? Was it is, it, is it, you have a recurring nightmare of being forced to sit at a four hour lunch?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All the things you could be doing. And then being tired at the end of it and yeah, you yeah. to, to take it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and you've got like yeah, yeah.
0: eight courses and you sat there going, Eight courses motherfucker, <laughs> how is there eight courses? There'sn't there isn't eight things in the world I wanna eat. Oh no I got a shit. You know, yeah, I hate yeah. that. Shit. Oh you wake up and you're uh, in a line in a pile of shit. Yeah. 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 And you pooped your
1: pants again. Oh, what a waste of time <laughs> this is gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I just like to strip all that away, you know, and just be able to choose when I want to eat, when I want to sleep, if I want to, you know. The thing is with sleep is that if it if it wasn't a requirement, then nobody would do it, and there'd be no <laughs> can. point, there'd be no point. And what would you close your eyes for hours at a time? For?
0: Well, I, I love the way you use the word requirement. Yeah. You know, of of, of of human beings eating food. If it wasn't a requirement, it's not a requirement. It's a necessity. Same thing. Not really.
1: How would you differentiate?
0: I well, I, no, I think I think we've got. I, I, we might we might be wormholing on absolute. <laughs> um, we might be wormholing. Worm- uh, yeah, worm. Yeah, no, wormholing <laughs> on pedantry, which is one of my favourite things to do. Um, but uh, yeah, choice of words Requirement and, um, Necessi- and necessity Yeah uh, Yeah, no, I, I, I suppose you're right It's just requirement to me is Because it co- because it contains the word require And I always think of like I, I always think of require being a, a, a so- Not a demand, do you know what I mean? A, a soft like, oh, i you know I, I, I'd, I'd require one of those Oh, really? As, as opposed to it's a requirement which is, as you rightly point out... Yeah. You know, if it's a requirement... you got to do it. you got to do it. Yeah. I just think this necessity, for some reason to me, has a little bit more... Just resonates as a little bit more powerful. But that's just purely my interpretation of the words and almost the cadence of the words.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting.
0: So, it is, isn't it? It's, it's kind of weird how you... Because that, that is... An, that is an emotional response to how two words sound
1: do you know what I mean yeah two words that in the thesaurus sit right next to each other all the time
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah not in the dictionary Uh, pedantry again um, but no yeah yeah, absolutely uh, absolutely it's, uh, yeah that's a weird
1: one that's a real weird one see I would have thought like requirement to me seems feel like necessity feels like something that you know you need to do but it's almost like born of oneself in a way you know whereas requirement it's like it's been like put upon you right yeah and so I I would I would feel like it's a requirement because I do feel like, you know, as somebody who grew up uh, you know, first Catholic and then born again, it's like, Well, all these are gifts from God. Well, I don't want these gifts. Hang on, you were brought oh, up. Back you were brought up Catholic and then born again. And then I and then I went to, to born again. Bloody hell. Yeah. What, you or your parents? No, uh, my mom was Catholic, so yeah. I was And she decided Catholic.
0: she couldn't get enough religion. <laughs> no. Catholic just wasn't enough
1: religion. You no, know, when she started getting out of Catholicism is when I turned to um, uh, uh, the First Assembly of God. Oh, my God, right, so... I did that as a solo endeavour. Right, and how old were you?
0: 14, 15? Oh, God, right, okay, right. Yeah. You were you were low hanging fruit for those motherfuckers, yeah, no, weren't you? Probably
1: thirteen, fourteen. Yeah.
0: So so, God drove drove you away from God. Is what, we're t- <laughs> is what we're talking about here, isn't
1: it? Yeah, to a certain degree, for sure.
0: So, do you think there's a possibility that if you actually remained Catholic, you you might not have actually become such a staunch atheist? No,
1: not at all. No, it's still the same
0: place. Right, because the the age of reason for you was discovering logics, science, fact, and realizing that hey, yes, this is just a fucking great story. Absolutely, I mean, it's 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 a great story, but it's a story.
1: Yes, and you know, and and certainly having that. you know the the additional uh, angst that comes with uh, you know being angry at the world's biggest criminal organization that was uh, you know continues to this day to systematically allow for the rape of children. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I you know I get livid at that very. Idea. So you add that to everything else, and it's hard. It's a. It is a toxic mix, and you know, it's, it's certainly hard to uh, 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 remain um, unemotional when you know discussing the topics of religion, because it's. Yes. Yeah. Uh,
0: uh, well, especially when it comes to the Catholic Church and the fact that it, to this day, it's still, um, it's still as murky as the mafia. You know, it's yeah. it, 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 it's it's still all about covering pe covering priests' backs. It's all about, I mean, I forget the number, but it's a high number of priests who have been accused and are living. Oh, sugar, good left it. There, there it is.
1: There
0: we are. All oh, right. Actually, I think
1: I'm
0: coming out of that. Look, yeah, I think I might. Um, <laughs> I've taken I've taken the I've actually taken the wrong um the wrong road here. Yeah, but maybe we, but
1: we bypass might bypass everything. Well
0: yeah, I think we might actually bypass all of that traffic. Oh this would be awesome. Yeah. Oh man. Yes. Oh cool. So listeners, we were stuck in total traffic there. Nose to tail. Terrible. terrible. And um we've just I've just I've just fucking pulled a genius move out of my ass, but it does mean that I need to be a little bit more concentrated on my driving so that's part one on the way there part two to come tomorrow and that's goodbye from me oh goodbye this is godless yeah that's it. the guy with the American accent <laughs> is not me okay <laughs> Right, I say it's goodbye from me, and you say it's goodbye from him.
1: Oh, <laughs> right, goodbye it's, from him. It's, it's goodbye from me. All right, goodbye from him, uh, and, it's good, and
0: it's goodbye from him. All right, speak to you tomorrow. So, um, uh, so here I am in um, the the venue, Derby, the Barbados. Yeah, Darby does. <laughs> it's uh, in a freezing cold room it's with cold. the freshly sound-checked reunited lineup um, of the Beyond, um, which is Andy, John. What's your name again? Jim. <laughs> I was, it was, it's a joke. And, uh, and Neil. Um, hey, it's nice to have you back, boys. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It is good yeah. to be back. In yeah. a weird sort of way. Well, it, it, it's. I can't imagine. It's kind of. I'm not going to say
2: it's weirdest for you John but it must be weirdest for you it John it is weird yeah, 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 yeah. but um, I suppose uh, you know it's a good, if it's got us all doing something again that's a great thing because I don't think we've ever really got on totally finished <laughs> well, got on <laughs> sorry no. yeah. sorry, that's, sorry that's what I was meant to say <laughs> yeah. um, you know it's, it's, yeah, it's one of those things I suppose we've we never fell out We never had musical differences We never just You know Hated each other So a, An audience <laughs> Yes <laughs> Yes Yeah So I suppose It's not like You know We could never Do something again you
0: know? Yeah Yeah But I mean was it, was it like a? I mean For us it was a like Last gig That's it Car crash ending But What for you guys it, As an outsider looking in It just seemed to sort of
2: Peter well, he, out he did kind of, Yeah he did. Kind very of good Yeah I mean, Certainly with the beyond Yeah And did one of us one well, of you asked today what the last gig, I can't yeah, remember what the last I gig can't. we ever did was is the <laughs> oh, I oh, Honestly, I, I remember the right. last Gorilla gig, 100% that's the date and where yeah. it was, I can't remember the last gig we did. But that's because
4: I think when we did the last Beyond gig, we didn't know it was the last yeah. Beyond gig. Yeah, that's yeah. it. Ah, so, right, okay. Yeah, we didn't say, right this is it, we're calling today. yeah, it's
5: kind of, that's
4: probably why we don't
5: know. It is weird kind of doing all this, because uh, obviously this gig there's this website thing that was happening as well Um, oh website thing so what's that well these these two well three chaps who used to follow the band around um, obviously as they (laughs) grew up started uh, designing websites and blah 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 blah. you know set up their own companies etc and then it was like the 25th anniversary of Crawl coming out so they got in touch and said can we do something like a celebratory website type thing Mm. so we said yeah Chucked everything together this and the other happened Um, so that's kind of happening and up now but um, that brought us together in a sense of sitting down and actually we've seen each other obviously but to sit down and talk the beyond dig out all the reviews Press shots, whatever, yeah, and just start talking about it. And they kind of came along and asked us a load of questions. They were, uh, you know, obviously very, very knowledgeable fans. And um, yeah, we, can I sorry, can I just interrupt you just at that point to say,
0: are you, are you, do you have that horrible thing where you, the fans know more than absolutely, me? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah, yes. yeah they don't remember yeah. more. You're yeah. like, so oh, we, we did fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We
5: were talking about the other day where they got a photo of a bloody Japanese release, and none of us have got a copy. <laughs> 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 yeah, I was like, hey, didn't know that I came out, uh, but. um it just makes you think, yeah, That um, it sort of rakes it all back up. And it's, uh, yeah. it's good, you know, it's kind of uh, nostalgic, but also you kind of just think, you know what, bloody hell, we were kids, it was a good laugh. It was, um, Absolutely. We meant it. It makes me chuckle when I listen back, I think, what the fuck? But, you know, <laughs> we meant it, I, I, I will yeah, stand by that.
6: Like Stuff like we used to do showcase gigs for major labels, and we swapped instruments, and like on the third, we, we said, we remembered we did that. I mean, it was like third song. he yeah. played highway so to hell.
5: To, <laughs> to, to, kind of to kind of piss the labels off. Did you? Have, did you have a manager at the time? I,
0: I don't know who did it. That I think we're was doing, doing it. We oh yeah, Gordon was have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Just, it sat yeah. in a room like
2: just banging his head against the wall. <laughs> to, be, to be fair, no one ever even tried to have. Artistic control over the band—they've yeah. never even gotten near it. There wouldn't yeah, have no, any no. got, and that, maybe yeah. maybe that wasn't a great thing. Yeah, but yeah, looking back, but they no weren't even dead. No, but John, I,
0: I completely agree. We were the same, and I agree because you can look back and your mistakes were your own. Mm. Yes, yeah, yeah. So that's good. That's which, great, which is good, good. the last thing you want to do is look back on a career that someone else ruined for you. Mm, yeah. Do you know what I mean at least you've ruined yeah, it yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, can you can own that You, you know? can be proud of what
4: you did because yeah.
0: it was like yeah. you say, yeah. we meant it. You know, it was all It was all out. Yeah. yeah, but I could just—I've just got this vision, this manager, like you know, managing to get all of these different <laughs> these different labels into a room. You know, this feat That's of exactly. alchemy and three songs in—you
2: lot are fucking about playing.
0: We
5: did the EMI showcase, right? And the following day, I—I I, I clearly remember the phone call. Our manager, you know, phoned me, mum and dad's house. And I was like on the phone. I like, yeah, think it. And, well, no, no, he just certain. <laughs> yeah. There's no way the EMI would want to sign us. And they said, uh, yeah, this was like 9am, yeah, they phoned on the way back to London, they want to do it. I was like, what? Are you serious? Are they mental? Yeah, tell them we don't want to do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we were looking for a, a cool indie, weren't we? Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, It was like, let's do an indie thing. It was just bizarre. And, you, well, you know, I mean, you, you kind of think, yeah, well, whatever. Well, the EP was on sort of big cat records, wasn't it? That was- well, that was because we'd kind of, well, we'd done the EMI thing. and. Big Cat kind of came in um, With that And and we We kind of said to EMI We want to do a year Of Which then was known As a development deal And they said Well we can put you On a development deal But we said We don't want to Go straight on to EMI We were almost like Obsessed With Kind of selling out To the man It was bizarre Yeah Uh, And then But behind the scenes You know Nirvana and everyone Was signing to Geffen And da da -da -da. But we Obviously you don't know that At the time you You're just there going Yeah all, all the bands we love Are on smaller labels you know we, we can't go for a big label but the yeah. thing was yeah. um, label wise because
6: we always get obsessed with talking about labels because it was a major label but the a and guy had that mindset of check out Mudhoney you know <laughs>
5: yeah he got <laughs> to do it you yeah. need to go don't you John alright no worries man. I'll okay see you later okay, so, yeah. oh, yeah.
0: cheers yeah um, yeah 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 he I got it I'm gonna I'm gonna go out you three talking yourselves <laughs> Yeah, but I, I remember being the same as like back in the day. There was always this. There was this thing about selling out. You know, I mean, I, 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 despite the fact that you that you did nothing but play with metal bands, I never I never thought of you as um, a metal band. Mm. Right. Um, you're right, you're rightly or wrongly. Who cares? It's all just labels, but. Um, I remember, you know, we were, you, you, it was like uh, the accusation of selling out was what you dreaded. Yeah, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. You know, that's just like the play. Now, uh, you know, I'm sure if you
5: mentioned it now to a you know, bunch of 18 year old like, kids playing in a band, now it's kind of like a completely alien thing. You know, mm-hmm. get a get a tune on a on an advert. Do you remember? I mean,
1: you
0: would oh. you would you would uh, be like putting a song on an advert? Are you crazy? What mm-hmm. now? Oh, well, that's the way forward. Oh, mate, yeah. if, if, if if I, I you know. Given the opportunity to sell out now, be awesome. Happy, yeah, happy sure. all Absolutely, if people actually <laughs> bought anything, it's impossible yeah, yeah, yeah. to sell
5: out.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: If people don't buy, then we can't sell. So it's, it's, it's a done deal. But yeah, but I know I remember exactly the same thing. So yeah, you did that big. That was that. Was that Andy Fernley's label?
5: No, um, Abo and Lin- was it Linda? Linda. I can't remember Linda's surname actually. Open Iron. Iron. How you pronounce it? Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, um, yeah. Oh, uh, so yeah, Abbo and Linda they managed Claytown Troop and EMF Carter right uh, so we, there was this whole connection and Linda was married to uh, the chap at EMI and it was all very incestuous but it was right for us because that that EP was perfect and yeah. you know um, ABO and Linda came up to see us in Derby I think uh, they came to see us at the Lord Nelson actually where literally we played this tiny pub and honestly it was fucking hilarious fire limit was 40 we got <laughs> our kit in the corner right? this was upstairs in a pub because all our fans were too young the guy who ran the pub was like he was brilliant he was like no worries just play upstairs will be fine so we, well, set up the gear in the corner. finally bit forty with no gear in. We got 150 kids in there. Abo and Linda are trying to get in, and you kind of you look back at the time thinking, "This is, I mean, they're jumping off the bar and everything." It was just yeah. carnage. Remember was, back in the day, those health and safety, It's not been invented. It's not even been thought of yet. And they just, you know, they just, and you just think they probably just thought saw that thought, "Fucking hell, this is great." <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, so they did Manny Sand panic, and um, no excuse. Oh yeah, right, yeah. And they
6: had a flat in New York, and um Oh yeah, so he helped us yeah, out so when we went, went to him stay over there to stay, there. stay in his flat when we went over there to do stuff which,
5: yeah. was, which was cool. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, did you guys ever actually play in the States? We did the yeah. sort of New York area and New Jersey but that was it. Right, okay.
0: Yeah. I, did, I never really. Liked, and did you do it as yourselves or, or supporting, you know, or We did see The first mix? one was
4: CMJ, wasn't it? You know, the conference, well, can you yeah, we, can, oh, we can claim yeah. to have supported the uh, Beastie Boys because we played
6: we played <laughs> a gig and then everyone cleared out and Beastie Boys the <laughs> right, same okay. not one of those right, things that they enough. just don't put
0: nuclear assault as well on the nuclear assault, yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's the way I, I claim I claim that we played uh, we played Bloodstock and Mastodon supported us because <laughs> they closed the headline stage and then we were last of the day well, you so, right. so you right know, works, yeah. it? exactly it's no future for it? that band
5: and I always say H Yeah. the marquee gig Oh. I always say, mate, <laughs> mate, you saved our arsenal. it was a fucking, br- <laughs> it was a brilliant gig. That was a tri- proper triumph over adversity. That it was. was- Literally watched. ran in two minutes yeah. before we were on stage on. eight, and we arrived wow. at like ten to it, and we just thought, "Well, we'll just we'll just watch the gig." No mobiles at that point. We we'll just watch the gig. Turn up. Now you can use our gear, no problem. <laughs> yeah,
0: brilliant. Oh, oh no, well, we, the thing is that we were all really looking forward to seeing you. <laughs> sure, <laughs> do you know <laughs> what I mean? So it's like you lighting up saying, "Oh, you know, sorry." And like, well, "No, no, no, was, No, we don't want to get Get fucking off. We have to come down here so we can to t- watch oh, you do this." By the way, I've got to tell you. I laid a side bet with John that you would bring that story. Up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Mom, but honestly, I didn't I didn't really cut honestly, he'd be there, fifty yeah. quid.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, you
0: know, <laughs> I, no, I, no, I, I really appreciate that. I really appreciate. It was a big that. turning
5: point because I think then, from then on, the Lo- that
0: helped us crowd-wise in London. It mm, did, yeah, really did, yeah. yeah. But you supported it. us way more than once. I, didn't you? You supported us at the Marquee. Um, you must have played with us more than once.
4: I don't, I don't know if we did. I you don't know you did. You're joking. I can't. I, can't remember
0: I think we crossed really?
1: paths.
4: I remember being. At, um, was it? Were you at the slaughterhouse in Driffield once when yeah. we were there. Oh, that because oh, so you because I got uh, the tape of the Mr Bungle demo from you from me, yeah. and that got me into Mr Bungle. I think he had Primus on the other side or something. Oh, yeah, that sounds like me. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, yeah, and that me was well, that when we were at the slaughterhouse. Yeah.
5: So I think we crossed yeah. paths a lot. Were you? but I think Marquee was the only actual gig. Two studios there was it just the one. It was just the one, but there was there was a
0: bar underneath it. There yeah, was that like members' club, wasn't it? Yeah, really, yeah, yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Of all of all the studios that were ever going to burn down, it was oh, going to be that yeah. one. <laughs> Didn't know. Oh, yeah. yeah, that, that the other one. The
6: choir box yeah. really? Yes, it had some. Uh, 20 grand bar bill or
0: something yeah, <laughs> yeah, the yeah. free bar from. The we thought it was day. impressive we went in the studio for three days and had a 1600 pound bar bill and we thought Probably that was now. quite impressive <laughs> back in the day you know as equivalent to 16 grand now <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but it, it, it's like that's what you did isn't it it's yeah, just yeah, yeah, yeah. well no if you lot were in Driftfield then yeah I'd have been up there definitely yeah, yeah. you know, sniffing around um, <laughs> yeah but because um, yeah. Yeah, but also I think I because I remember like yeah, I don't know if you remember because I know you. I, I think you've forgotten. Do you remember my mate Anthony that used to dri- that used to that used to drive you or he drove you around a few times? Absolutely shit you up, like he's an immense driver, and he drove you. And it would have been. Yeah. And, do, are you remember? Uh, he's mentioned he's this to because I think I you two remember. came down to do press. What's his surname? Pilotti. I, I, I can, you might recognise him He's coming to now. remember He's moves. on the motorway At the moment Okay And the friend I brought with me today Where did he drive is? us? Um, it would have been in London I think I was staying at his You were doing press we, were, we went out for it And he would have driven you Back to the hotel Back to the Columbia Or whatever right. it was and, I um, remember having some fucking crazy drivers back in the day. But. Well, well, he was the craziest, <laughs> and he would, he would literally. And because he, 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 I remember him saying. He said it was. He said that it's like they're the only people I've ne- that I've never been able to scare. With driving. <laughs> it's like it's the, worse, the Like the faster I drove, the more they laughed. <laughs> yeah. um, That's Yeah, it does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. But um, he's coming today. But the the, the guy that I've uh, driven up with is from Texas. And he ran a radio show in Texas, and um, somebody from Continuum gave him, uh, gave him the seats, posted him the CD of, the, of Crawl, and said, look, you, you need to listen to this, this is awesome. Uh, so he's been a massive fan oh, ever ever since yeah. and like, you know, like none of his mates know that Beyond is he's like he's always always been pushing and then when this came up well, i say he's got a few we were talking about it on the way up today so he gave copies of the album to a few friends and it's like they all got into it um, and he's flown over from Dublin today so he, he, he landed in Gatwick and I picked him up and we've driven up here today so he's like oh, yeah, yeah wow. this That's is cool. he's, he's he didn't even know you had a second album till I, till I told him about yeah. it so I sent him a copy of you uh, wow. the second album um, and, um, and yeah so t- tonight he is like you know oh, he's like like a dog with two dicks okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <see. Exactly. laughs> he's um, no, he's dead excited oh, good. Good. but it must have brought all the memories back playing the tunes and stuff
6: yeah yes crazy. it's quite, yeah. quite weird it well, just like, else musically uh, musically out there because when you go back to it, it's like, what? What
0: well, are I've we have got to actually that?
6: practice to play this. Mm, yeah, yeah,
5: yeah.
0: yeah. 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 Um, That's weird. It, it, it's weird, isn't it? We're practicing stuff you wrote. Do you know? Like it's foreign because yeah. there's no muscle memory or anything.
5: Yeah, yeah, it's all like, yeah. It, yeah. yeah. Um, and if, if we were saying tonight. It's like it's sort of one of those things where you, if you. If you think about it too much when you're playing it through, that you just start spinning around. You know, I was going with a lot of like, "What am I I meant to be doing this? What am I doing there?" Like, you know, and there's those little things where back in the day, the tiniest, you know, tiniest changes in stuff and blah blah blah. You know, I'm sure melodically or whatever, you kind of you just start chasing your tail. Going, "What the Mm. fuck? Where am I meant to be now?"
0: But also, it's like. I mean, all three of your approaches I'd be interested in, as in, right, I'm going to do exactly what I did back in the day. Or have you approached the song and go, do you know what would be really cool here? Or or is there bits where, well, I know I've, we've got to do that because that's, that's a key signature in the song.
6: I think most of it was arranged for literally guitar
4: based from the vocals
6: and then there's a few overdubs where we were like should we do that or whatever but other than that i think it's pretty much it's all pretty i mean
4: there might be the odd little bit here and there
6: yeah but it's all pretty much as it was maybe that's the difference recording back then To now, if you did the those albums now it might be to click it might have
0: more three words why it would be more different now Cut and paste. <laughs> 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 three, three words which I've got to be honest, I quite like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. When you've done a fucking belter chorus, it's like, no, I don't want to do another sixty-four takes of that fucker. <laughs> <laughs> that yeah, just is, yeah. drag it and drop it, please. Yeah, you know? yeah. But um, but it does change it. You're yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. It changes. It, well, it also changes the way you write as well because you because you know how. You can, how you could apply it in the studio?
4: Yeah,
0: it's just very, very different. Here we go, go ahead, oh, yeah. Just having an interview. Oh, shit. sorry.
5: Sorry. <laughs> <It's all right. laughs> Give us two. Se- do you need me? It's uh, just what. Uh, what do you want to do kit, kit wise? No sorry, oh, sorry. No, sorry. Worries,
0: no worries,
6: no worries. Oh, no, sorry. a little Break, Neil. Two seconds. Neil, just so we don't forget, support band are playing. You're playing for 40-45 minutes, not half an hour like we thought. So if they do go on at half eight. That still works.
0: Oh, okay. What time are you guys
6: on then? We, we want to be. You know, I want to be on at <laughs> <It's tough. They laughs> right. quarter to ten. You just on a <laughs> fucking midnight. I
5: think we need so quarter past nine. We're on. Uh, no, no, no. They need to be on by quarter past nine. Yeah,
6: if you're off by quarter past nine. <laughs> <they say that. laughs> do I Yeah, yeah. So Sorry. Do I recognize him for some reason? Uh, Lost alone. <laughs> do you know Lost Alone? No. Who else is Mark played with? He's fucking retool, tall, isn't he? <laughs> do I re- do I re- do I recognize him from back in the day? No, Lost the name like the local
4: band, but they did... What
6: they were did they... sort of fostered by what's-the-name from... Um, by chemical romance, the singer. Oh, right, fucking hell, they, right. They, they all talked right. with them, America, and the, the yeah.
4: singer had a house in L.A. and all this sort of stuff. Wow. So they were quite a bit younger than us, weren't they? So
0: They, they were, were yeah, probably through
6: as We were... Ten years now. younger than us, maybe.
0: Right, right. But it's... um. I, do you know what I remember? Ah, fuck! I've just re- the uh, you played Legends Nightclub in Harrogate. Oh yeah, <laughs> fucking hell That Harrogate was yeah. that. Well, okay. Now I'm trying, to, I'm trying. I'm determined for you to remember, my friend. He was a huge Rush <laughs> fan that was de- that was like absolutely determined that you play Working Man every time he came to a gig and saw you. He saw you all over the place. He came to see you at Newcastle Riverside. He'd come up and say hello <laughs> and he'd say, "He, he, I, he said that I, you're doing Working Man, aren't you?" And you you always played it if he was at the that gig That would ring a
5: yeah, yeah well, miles. I don't know, there. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little, there's a little going
3: on there. It's
4: yeah, there's like <laughs> literally. <laughs> yeah. So um, I remember the Harrogate gig though. I was because that was a proper nightclub, wasn't it? was well, yeah. Like a rock club, it was a fucking oh. shirt nightclub. It, when, oh, when, like,
0: when you go, when you said oh we're playing Harrogate, and I was thinking <laughs> where? And you were like legends. And I was thinking good luck <laughs> 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 I I mean that that. was Because like You know It was a little Metaller back in the day It was like That was You know That's where all The casuals go That's the nightclub That's the enemy And you go to the Heart of enemy territory You know (laughs) But that was, I suppose, that was a precursor of like you know venues doing one thing before yeah. a certain sign, yeah. clearing a band out, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, m- doubling their revenue of an evening. Yeah. Nice carpeting you know? the
6: stage, there, that's that's what you get. That's the bonus you get.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what was there a stage? Well, I just thought in, be in be the corner. Yeah,
4: like off the dance floor. Or, or something. maybe I'm yeah. thinking
6: somewhere else that was quite a similar. Do you think in the Crown and Cushion in Bolton? No, that's was where we got where we actually didn't we get signed
4: off that one. No. No. Someone came and gave us a fiver to do an encore. Some pistol bloke. But <laughs> yeah. the stage it was like it was Box. like a load of yeah, boxes, but with like fucking sofa material on them. It. it was the weirdest fucking stage I've ever played on.
2: Christian
0: just busy, but I'll always remember that. I'll always remember that show. And by the way, the V one and only gig of Ever seen at that place, ever heard of that place doing it doesn't exist anymore, obviously like most of the venues yeah, we played. That's that's the other thing as well, isn't it? Are listing off the venues you played? It's like, yeah, yeah that's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's that's flats. Yeah, yes. yeah. That's the Edinburgh yeah. venue's a fucking museum, yeah. art yeah. music art gallery. In fact I think even the art gallery shut down. Really? But last time I was in Edinburgh I went and stuck my head in the window. When it was an art gallery, at the beam. The beam was the still metal there, cream, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. big metal beam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought, I've thought, i fallen off that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, wow. the the venue was just amazing. Yeah. Wasn't it? many happy well, nights. Well, right? John was saying you got you got, a, you, got a, you know a few people coming down from Edinburgh tonight. Yeah, yeah we yeah. have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, there's a yeah. Hardcore group. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's just it, it's it's incredible. I I can't believe how much you asked about getting signed. Do you know what I Just like, like fucking about. And just, you know, I remember a story. I remember you telling me a story about um, when you went to record with J. G. Thurlow, and you were rocking up expecting this like fucking this this animal, this beast of the scene, and what you got was not that. Well, the
6: guy, the A and R guy, said to us. All well, he said about him wasn't it? He? he said, "You'll know who he is. He looks like the devil."
0: So that's what he told.
6: Him. He turned up and he's just like
0: this friendly guy. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And and I remember. It's just the head. Go on. The, yeah. The it was the head. Yeah. It it shirt? Shirt. The head, he, the head story. Because I remember. I, I can't remember. One of Do you was what? telling me this story that he's like he he did some mixes for. Yeah. Yes. And you until so like go away and listen to him and then and when you came back he said what did you think and you said
5: I can't remember. The, the deal was the deal was, yeah, was that we we would take them back to uh, to Abbo's flat. To the flat. Yeah. And remember, yeah. we we used to say to him yeah what we did we all stand in a circle <laughs> head and if and if we Bang to the end of the song is a perfect mix <laughs> remember saying that and he was like he was like, literally, okay man yeah okay, okay yeah, yeah but a <laughs> sense of
4: humour by my yeah, well he's just telling me he played to play the biscuit game I <laughs> in the fuck <laughs> like, the fuck you guys and I take it totally seriously yeah, right. yeah, I know, man, yeah. that's I think that. Cultiflux but this is it's just definitely, definitely like, like just you know? derby Lats
0: Just a yeah, just a young young lads with a few sense of humour Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah,
6: yeah. I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. that's what it was. And, and also, also looking back on like was saying you look back at the attitude within the music, but it's also there within how we messed about, I'd like say. And um, I suppose that's what attracted a lot of people to it because yeah. it was just like I didn't give a shit.
5: Yeah. Um, yeah
6: and then it also is the same thing that turned other people off
0: Yeah, you know what I mean? yeah 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 yeah, yeah no, absolutely yeah. but that um, did you guys get any punks at your shows definitely in the early days
6: what if exploited to
5: turn to- up to- to- oh you as well
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, every yeah, yeah. show in Edinburgh <laughs> yeah. every show in Edinburgh never met the guy yeah, always
5: say, he always gave oh, a oh, said hello oh, to I me but other than I hello I couldn't
4: tell well, him I was going to say he gave S- and said something I can <laughs> remember standing in the venue for yeah. a good 10 minutes and he
0: was just talking <laughs> <about>. yeah, <laughs> I like yeah i have literally <laughs> I've n- never never met him never exchanged a <laughs> <the> word <laughs> oh, <laughs> Or he'd, he'd come back he'd come in sit at the back and you'd be able to see him on stage in the back with all his mates and they all like you know fucking mohawks the whole lot and then come off stage come out and they're and that was that was every time yeah bizarre Hmm. Bizarre, yeah, I know. but no, I just thought because because we used to get punks as well. And I, think, and, and, I think I think I think that that not giving a shit attitude that we talk about. It's like they they identified with that, yeah, you know, and a bit of chaotic music. So no doubt yeah, like, oh, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah. As long well, as
4: definitely you know. in the early days when we were more because we were relatively straight thrashed when we were, for the early yeah. doors, you know, That's yeah. Then, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> I remember getting gobbled on in Derby for our definitely Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, spoke, yeah. yeah.
0: I, do you know what? Something else I really remember as well, because this really dates the, our, the, our, old, our our whole era. Was um, when Killing in the Name of came out, oh, and everyone yeah. said everyone said, it, everyone said it sounded like you. <laughs> it was like fucking, oh, I don't know, I sound like the Beyond. That I remember being with people, hearing that for the first time, and them saying, oh, fucking, oh, I sounds like the Beyond. That bridge off the be- on <laughs> it's like you know yeah. just that rhythm that
4: we use a lot yeah yeah but we're our you know, lawyers yeah. for fuck's sake yeah absolutely <laughs> well now no, you could take score He probably could couldn't you yeah, yeah f- just imagine whether that, you heard it or not
6: you
0: ripped us up. Like, mm. just imagine just imagine the coin <laughs> do you know yeah, what I mean yeah, yeah. it's like you know yeah sorry you've got to backdate royalties on that song yeah yeah, yeah right okay <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell you could just be a, a full time band again never need to work again <laughs> so <laughs> fucking hell so um, so uh, look, everyone's going to want to know you know is it really a one off show blah 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 I mean I'm gathering I'm thinking yeah it is a one-off show you know yeah it's it, it, it is what it is. it
5: is it is what it is we've got this yeah we're all busy doing other stuff um, it's for a good cause you know the charities it's all for charities oh so that's for real yeah, I yeah, thought you were yeah, just pocketing well 50 feet will go to charity that's it, it. <laughs> 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 that's it yeah because <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, yeah, I,
0: I googled charity I can find it
5: anywhere uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah so you know uh, yeah there's this website yeah. thing so whether something we we do like a reissue or something like that but I think gigging wise and everything it's, it's a one off yeah, one-off for yeah. can you can you get access to the masters at all I mean you know. well, this is the thing it's kind of ongoing at Anywhere, EMR, well worn is now. Um,
3: Bunch of suits,
5: not a fucking. Yeah, exactly. It's all that, but it's you know. Um, it's in hand sorry I'm being a bit vague because it's not a great deal to say it, but there's someone's dealing with that and it's kind of like it could happen and it'd be nice I think cause like you said we kind of just fizzled out there was no final this is the end yeah. so I think stuff like this is nice just to kind of go because we were never we were never popular at Derby to be honest. Derby was our weakest place to be honest and so it's nice to kind of come back and do something and it would be nice I think overall to, to kind of do a release of, um, a reissue where you kind of compile everything both albums some of the Jim thermal remixes you know shit like that and just have yeah. it like, in one place on one CD and go there you go
0: that's all I. That's yeah, 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 yeah. kind of that, like to that, do. That's exactly what I did with Acid Rain 2014. Triple CD box set, every song we've ever done. In there you go. go. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. you know that's a good um, thing to do. Yeah, absolutely. And it's kind of like
5: because it, yeah. kind of, it just it just it does get lost. It filters oh, out, it gets lost. You know. It's, uh, yeah, you know, It's kind of. Uh, it'd be
0: nice to. Uh, yeah, well, you know, you've re-entered the world. You've even got a Twitter account now. You know, Instagram as well. Instagram, of course. Today. Yeah, I've been all over and yeah <laughs> Um, <laughs> that is not hey, a great deal there, uh, yeah, but... Has uh, uh, any of you... Who, uh, who who admins the account? Kind of all do a bit, yeah, the, I mean. the Twitter, we, we all kind of poke in. Right. It's
4: around, yeah, it's, it's a bit of a... Right, okay, cool. That's, that's cool. why it's a bit chaotic. Well, yeah, <laughs> There's no rhyme
0: reason to it.
5: That's the name I think as long as it... Yeah, it's fine. Like, yeah, it's exactly.
0: It's weird, isn't it, On social media Oh mate, I I I had nine social media accounts. So For yeah no I've I've got I've you kinda of lose no. track of I've got I've got me, I've got Keith Platt, company character I've got the podcast I've got the band and then there's me as a real person and you know, ten if you include LinkedIn which I wouldn't because yeah. it's horrible but um, yeah it, it is mad it is mad it is also like our merch company said couple said to us that their um, their uh, their a matrix that they use for social media for Facebook is a hundred likes equals one t-shirt sold and it's just like you know it's just yeah I mean I I, I recently I did a a great interview with um, uh, he was great that sounds awful but um, it it was like a really in-depth one hour 50 minute interview with James Murphy the old death obituary and testament guitarist amazing story how he went through a brain hemorrhage and everything was made and I and I teased it um, and put a bit of money behind it and it got like, let's say it got like 6,000 6, interactions and people like, oh, what a fucking legend, blah, 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 oh, yeah, it's great, blah, oh, blah, blah, yeah, really looking forward to this. Put the exact same money behind the launch of the actual episode of the podcast and got less reaction. Because people want to be people want to be seen. Associated. Yeah, exactly. They want to be associated with They want to chip in with their, yeah, got everything he's ever done. No, you haven't. <laughs> no, you haven't. You know, you're just... It's, it's unreal mm, yeah. it's
5: unreal how unreal people it's a strange, are, strange I find as well you have to kind of pull yourself back a bit it's like on my my own account it's like if I put something up to kind of, I put something up there's a therapy we recording and you know people start saying stuff kind of to you saying oh blah 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 and I put something really random up like oh we're doing blah blah thing. and someone started sending me a message on Instagram going oh I thought you were meant to be doing blah 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 blah," and I had to actually stop myself I nearly like, went back going I fucking tell you what <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when you need to know <laughs> <I'm> like, what <laughs> what's it got to do with you it's he your itinerary yes okay but
4: this is the yeah. thing with social media it is. isn't it? everybody's got a fucking opinion yes yeah.
0: Yeah, right yeah. well the great thing about the internet is that everyone's got a voice and as it turns that out is, not everyone should be allowed a voice
3: absolutely <laughs> 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 yeah, <laughs> That's a, that's but
0: it. that's the biggest thing into the biggest difference between
4: when we were doing it first time and now. It's, oh, yeah. the whole media thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we didn't even have no, no. PCs at home. Oh, Never no, mind no. mobile phones yeah. or yeah. internet. No, no, you no, know, no, it no. just... Yeah. But, but live-wise as, well. as well. The difference isn't... Just, just, big just imagine that, kids. <laughs> 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 the biggest... The biggest gigs are massively just
6: getting bigger and bigger, bigger. as it's more popular. Yeah. yeah. And smaller gigs, I say, are dying off. Yeah. Uh, People are spending a massive amount on live music. Yeah. But
0: just not. It's, well, it. it's the, the same, same, it's a same with comedy. It's like where it used to be, the top twenty-five percent are earning a good living. Now it's the top one half of yeah. one percent. Yeah. Who are earning a good living, and then everyone else is just trying to pay the mortgage. Yeah, mortgage. Yeah. You know, everybody else is just fucking fighting over the same pound. Yeah. yeah. You know, and and that's and you're right. You know, festivals have got bigger, um, and the bigger gigs. You know, I, I met somebody, and they were like. You know, Mentioned I did stand up. and Fancy um, that and me mentioning that, you know. And um, and, and she went, oh, I love comedy. I love my comedy. Love my comedy. Oh, I love going to see it live. I love going to see it live. Because all oh, right, who've you seen? She goes, well, um, last year I saw Bill Bailey at the O2. I was like, oh yeah, who else? Oh well, no, that was my gig for the year. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck you know, do you know what I mean? For yeah, a start, yeah. comedy does not work in a fucking arena. Oh, I
4: couldn't imagine. I've never been to an arena for comedy. I don't know how fucking they do. It
0: it's bad enough to, go to see a band in an arena, yeah, yeah, isn't it? Yeah. Never mind, one guy and zero stage show. You're just looking at the screen. Yeah, yeah, except yeah. it's one guy. Yeah. You know, you've not even got the choice of which member to watch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> it is just literally one guy and yeah, but it's it's exactly the same. But the issue is getting people out of their houses. Yeah. You know, it is getting what it is actually getting them out of the houses. What frightens me is the thought that in 10 or 20 years Metallica's UK tour will be two dates of the O2 and if you're in outside the UK or the rest of the UK you'll be able to buy a VR ticket yeah, yeah. and you'll stick your VR goggles on yeah. at home and you'll be like a 40 quid 50 quid ticket and you'll sit there and you'll watch the show as if you're there from your living room you know and that it's is just problem that's not that far away because you've got a generation growing up with watching shit on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well then there's going to be generations growing up with VR. VR's going to get more and more popular and then the generations that follow that will be why would I leave my house? And ultimately do you know where this all ends up? Have you anyone seen the movie Thwally? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's where it fucking ends up. Everyone's hugely fat from them doing fuck all. Yeah. Yeah. It is <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
4: yeah.
6: <laughs> but it's also the next step after that will be interactive so...
0: Yeah, you know, people won't stop Well, we uh, said, I mean, the Metallica already do that, yeah. but you'll be able to do it online during the game, Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and it goes right. So the next song is. Look down at a monitor. Right, you know. If
4: we'll we'll that, that goes on long enough and we don't all kill ourselves, you'll flip around someone will get to the wall and they'll go, Tell you what, why don't we do a gig where people actually come to see the band?" Yeah, And then just yeah. have these two gigs where people come in and off. like gigs with no phone policies on like
6: really? really? Yeah, well live
0: experience. Yeah, yeah. Well, know, you know. Know. well it's all in a perfect circle have been throwing people out and calling phones for a decade. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, now if you wanna buy tickets for the new Chris Rock tour you, you have to put your phone in a in a pouch. Oh get it, yeah. And, and there's areas in the in the building where no, you keep it on you. But there's areas in the building where you can go yeah. and the pouch will be unlocked for you and you can use your phone but it's out, it's out of oh the main no, arena okay. so if you up. desperately need to make a call yeah, yeah, or yeah. you can feel you've called your phone ringing yeah. and you can think right you and that the might be, then you can go and do it but no phones in the arena and especially from a comedian's point of view I can see that because you know you're not going to go and see a comedian because like oh I've seen it on YouTube but you know I'll go for the stage show yeah, yeah. you know we're back to that one guy walking around yeah, thing yeah. again so it, and it's, it's protecting it protecting it your product isn't it protecting your live product which yeah, yeah. most performers no matter what they're doing are now having to live on because people don't buy physical yeah, yeah. products you know which is just the way it is you know you, you could rail against it like, but it's just, that's just the way it is. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, we, the way I look at it is we were lucky to have those, those days that we had. Yeah,
3: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, did you, did you tour on a tour bus? Yeah, yeah we did. Yeah, we did yeah. yeah, well, you, you, you meet a band now and say you toured on a tour bus, they'll fucking look at you like, you know, you were in Led Zeppelin or something. Like you know what it's like, don't you? Do you know what I mean? It's like, because it's it's also, I've found it's like changing around now Where it's literally, bands start showing off to each other About how little they've, they're, they're carrying around How low our overheads are <laughs> yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, 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 we've all got in a mini Do you know what I mean? You know, you know, like, you know we have the drums taken by Crow And, you know, you know it's, But it is, it's just like it's changed our absolute uh, the whole thing but yeah touring on a tour bus dude you're a rock star if you've done that <laughs> wow. you know it's there's no, just... no budget anymore I suppose it? I'm,
5: I'm no. nothing behind it and also bus drivers are all <laughs> yes, they're all <laughs> psychotic
0: they're all psychotic there's Neil never getting on another tour bus ever again always fall out of bus drivers Oh, we had we had some weird ones we had, um, we had a bus driver who was really cool and he had, he had a day off in the middle of the tour and we had a standing bus driver who drove us got absolutely wasted uh, shat himself all over <laughs> the driver's bunk Whoa, and then oh disappeared. There
5: you, go, there you
0: go. Yeah, and we were literally like, right, okay, oh, you know, let's go to the next gig. No bus driver, so we knocked on his bunk. No, so we opened the bunk and it was just like shit smeared everywhere. to <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, I know. Absolute an absolute pile of shit. Yeah, but um yeah, indeed, I know what you mean though. It, there is a certain mentality. There is. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a weird um, job. Well, yeah. I mean, we used to have them as well, where you know, because they they couldn't track the amount of hours they did. They used to have the spare ones. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thought that, thought, yeah. that. <laughs> put a new one in. <laughs> this is someone else driving now. Do you know what I mean? And then we get to where we were going, and they just get the vodka out, and they've been driving for like ten hours, and now it's like, oh man, you know, one insane. One. Did you go? Do you guys ever get into Europe? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, we did the Living Colour tour. So that was UK and Europe. Europe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was, how, was that, how long that was, was, was that? Was
4: that? Uh, I think it was three, three weeks in Europe. It was a couple of weeks over here like Three weeks in Europe. Right, so like five solid weeks. Yeah, yeah, no, it was good to... That's a, a proper... It was good to... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was one of them where they'd had a hit with the um, love prayers
3: that the me the of the ballad. Yeah.
6: And then, um, so they were shocked by the colour. It was like all old married
0: couples and stuff turning up for the ball. They were shocked when Living Corner came on, let alone like, when we came on before. <laughs> it. I remember, I, like I, said, I, I think I tweeted this out. And I remember being at the Leeds game I came oh, to the see you at the Leeds oh. yeah. And you graciously put me on the guest list. And I remember just stood there watching you and, and everyone else who was like. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute confusion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like, like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, pe- people are like running to the bar. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And, like in fear. Do you know? Literally, literally, like, like, not, not running away from the music. Do you know what I mean? Like, like, it was going to get them. Do you know what I mean? just, like fucking being pursued by music. Yeah, 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 yeah. It yeah. was awesome. It was awesome. I remember talking to you outside the gig afterwards, actually. I remember saying to you, has it been like that every night? You'd <laughs> like, yeah! <laughs> and it was like, you know, I, I mean, you used to... I mean, I, I absolutely... I know, I, I know you're going to do the same thing tonight. I remember your stage, stage persona so clearly. Because you, you managed to create a... Um, a kind of I don't know, like a, a, a niche for yourself, where even if the band, even if people like the band, they didn't like you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm glad about that,
4: yeah. Well, they thought you were going to kick their half.
0: <laughs> yeah, just
6: yeah, no, so, like be a friendly. No.
0: <laughs> but it was, it was always like, I, I, the amount of times I've been at a Beyond gig and heard people in the audience, what the fuck's this problem? <laughs> 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 it's a lovely guy. Yeah, I didn't yeah, say to it? Of extreme, so it's not just staring at you, like, pick one person like, <laughs> Yeah, that's, it's like, if you're going to do that, it's like you pick out, like, you know, something at the back or, like, you know, the wall or the ceiling or something like that. But yeah, yeah, that's like, fuck it. Yeah. Did you ever, did you ever, like, have people...
4: Sort of like that. I, that. I think being six
0: foot seven helps if you're going to be staring me. people out I was just going to say you know I, mean? I was just going to say it's like with Harry, he was menacing He somehow got more menacing <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? but menacing her it's just like, like yeah mad but
4: mad. yeah
0: we never I mean in any, we never had any hassle in be no, real. not, really? Really. not the audience anyway a and you guys nice played yeah. sound guard as well, didn't you? Yes. Did yeah, you yeah, yeah. Nice play, just do a one-off, or did you That's No, it's a tour. Uh, five,
5: 500, five
0: 500. six gigs in the UK. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which, Which tour was that? Love and Love. Oh, fuck me, right. Yeah, yeah. So that
4: was early
5: tour. Yeah yeah, 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 1990. 1990. 1990, great!
6: Yeah. Yeah. They just kind of turned up to me.
4: We were thinking they were a bit oh, arsy, yeah. but then at the end of it, they said, "Look, we're fucking really sorry. We're just fucked because we're so jet lagged." you know what I mean? And we're right. like,
0: "All oh, right." Okay. The show is great. I mean, they were, great. I we're yeah, amazing. The thing is, you know what? You know what? Fuck a jet lag is as well. And it's like on tour, you're usually dealing with like you're dealing with less and less sleep as you progress. Yeah, you yeah. grab sleep where you can, so you're never fully recovered. Yeah. So if you're starting out from a place oh, of jet lag, yeah, exactly, yeah. and then yeah. you and then you've got all that, and then the performance as well in there. That is yeah.
4: So the young um, yeah yeah. But they definitely saved it for the gigs because they were amazing.
0: They the gigs, yeah. Really, yeah, yeah, really. Were. That's, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. That's awesome. That's awesome. That was good. Old. So, what other big names did you play with? Because you did. Because the weird thing is, you did. You just played with like. It seems like you played with a a, a, a plethora of bands because of your style. Well, out you, nobody the, could yeah, pinpoint. We yeah. were kind of out all oh, the time. Yeah. Chili
5: Peppers well, Chili Peppers Living Lim- Colour Lim- yeah. Lim- and with Sal- Lim- yeah. the big three bands but mm. yeah we're out we
6: did um, one office with people like Manic Street Preachers oh yeah and, uh, manage- EMF EMF yeah and where
5: Tankard Tankard, Tankard. <laughs> <laughs> there Engine? you go Engine, the big Engine? oh fuck my favourite gigs kick. of all time Tankard <laughs> <There I know>. <laughs> obvious bedfellows <laughs> <laughs> always forget that. that yeah there you go <laughs> so where where would you fit in well we support EMF and the Tankard but that yeah but how many bands could do that yeah <laughs> neither neither gig was probably great for us, but <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know. yeah. Yeah, we did support
4: quite a range of different bands. Who was, was thinking great, about yeah, it? What, what was the Chili Peppers now? like then? Where was that? Uh, that, was, that was universities. So that was Mother's Milk, which was oh right, okay, tour, yeah.
0: I saw you on that one as well Leeds University Yeah probably No you know you, I, One of the unions. The reason yeah. I know You played Leeds University On Mother's Milk Tour Is because um, I came with Stilly Harris Our producer And we went down yeah. to We went down to London And mastered Obnoxious The following day Wow <laughs> Ah so, Yeah because it was Definitely
5: uh, He did Money so it, yeah. so it must have been around Yeah I didn't realise He worked with
0: him Steve Harris Steve <laughs> Yeah Yeah Oh, the yeah? You
5: yeah,
2: right, yeah, okay, yeah. Did you like us? We were off for Colin Richardson, and we went, nah, you're <laughs> yeah, right. on, oh, you're all right. did no excuse.
5: So we did ah, right.
2: Yeah. right. Yeah, right. Which I think,
0: I
5: think, Colin came to the Legends game. Oh um, right, he did. did it, yeah, Yes, there I, you um, go. yeah. I thought that. I thought I seem to remember Colin kind of marching around this
0: neon lit <laughs> listening to us. And in fact, I remember, I remember Stilly Harris came to the, came to the uh, Red Chief Packers, and I remember watching the gig with him, and it was literally every five minutes he was in my ear going, I couldn't do live sound, <laughs> I couldn't do live, and then we'd watch him and he "Is it's impossible, I couldn't, I couldn't do live sound. But you can see position to like speak to the sound yeah. engineer. You know yeah. what I mean? You, go, can you just take that, little, that up a little bit. <laughs> but yeah, that's not going to happen, mate. Um oh, that's really weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've completely forgotten about that. Yes. So that was the gig I oh, was talking to you outside in Stilly.
5: Yeah.
0: Where we yeah. were going? Yeah, we were down to um, down London the following day. Yeah.
5: And it's yeah, God, it's mad, isn't it? It's twenty four. Was that twenty eight years ago? <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: 28 years. Uh, Twenty-eight years ago, yeah, eh? yeah. But you guys were still on. The, you, you guys were still on the up at that point. Because the thing is, we were We were I mean, I'm not going to blame it all on the scene. But when a scene dies, you die with it. But you weren't part of the scene. Yeah. So, 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 what happened? Were you just not not shifting enough units for the label? Yeah. yeah you know, was, I think yeah, you know, change, well, a... change of staff.
5: Yeah. Well, change, yeah, change of staff. Yeah. That was our big problem. Yeah, change of staff. And then, you know, we were always in a, an awkward position. Way. the Japanese sign is 3 he absolutely got it. Nick, and, Nick yeah. 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 And you know, he's in the long tonight, and so you get people who just kind of, you know, people move on but it just became more and more difficult, you know.
6: There's stuff like uh, Went to America, the team we met, we well into it, the uh, favourite album was the sound, art album, um, and then just said, great, we're going with, what not maybe we to be on the bus, EMI. Yeah. And then, Big takeover of the kind of more sort of, hip
5: hop um, I think it was SBK took over or whatever, and that was the end of that. Yeah, it's big big change. So. And you kind of get caught in the middle of it. I think, I think because we were always a bit, you know, we never, I mean, it's a good thing to not sit anywhere, but also it's a bad thing, you kind of, you know, we don't do not part of
0: anything, so yeah. Yeah, we kind of, But well, it is, yeah, yeah, because you. You know, you don't get to ride the crest of the way, That's it. But you also don't get to ride the crest of the slump. (laughs) You know, you're not riding anything. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So, what what was what was the year when you when you packed up? Because I remember Music Nation. Ironically, you ended up on our own plane. Yeah. Because EMI I were literally like, right, no, we don't know what to do. Maybe this lot will know what yeah, to do. That
5: was, that's what happened there. And then after that, it all kind of fizzled out. 94, 994, something.
4: We were doing Gorilla by August 94. Oh, 94
5: yeah. I think what it was, he a it because, I think to be honest, it was one of those things where we were kind of advised. Well, kind of advice. yeah, you know, well, it's not working out at EMI for whatever reason. No one else would be interested.
0: I'm positive I walked away from things thinking no one else would be interested. Yeah. Quite possibly, if you look back. That's probably not the case. No, because someone's going to pick up on all the money EMI has spent yeah. and go, well, we could actually, let's we, know, literally we do really something job. here. Yeah.
5: And Jeez. we kind of walked away from it thinking, well, mm-hmm. I don't want to be... Well, there was this kind of halfway solution, wasn't there?
6: Oh, yeah. of, um, it was Music for Nations, but it, it was still signed to EMI, so it was kind of... Yeah. We might have been better to step aside and go to an indie at that point, but you just don't an idea. No. No.
5: But uh, also, you, great. but
0: you might. But you, I mean, well, the thing is, with hindsight, is you forget the details around why you made decisions. Yeah. You just have the decision in isolation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's if you if you go back in time, you go like, oh yeah, right, okay. So there was that and that and that and that and that. Yeah. And what you probably had in this situation as well is like you know, you, it's, there's EMI saying, well, we don't want you anymore, but you're still under contract to us. You know, so yeah, wherever it. you go, whoever's going to invest in you uh, has got EMI. You know, mm. so in the background, going rank, yeah, well. Yeah, we do this. Yeah. yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. So. All that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So ultimately, your future probably wasn't even yours to decide. That's it. Yeah. Mm. You know, which is unfortunately the downside of being on a major. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know. Yeah,
6: because we burned through a load of money, and then I think it was a Voivod tour came up, mm. and we just. Really couldn't afford to do
0: it. Shit. Which
5: would
6: have been great. Yeah? Oh, so I was just yeah, going to say that would have worked I mean, for you. That would have been the one support that would have yeah. been perfect. Yeah.
5: yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> we've got the right one. I can't Yeah, yeah. But what? So what? What tour would that have been on Void, For Voivod, then <laughs> it was around that time. Wasn't it? Um, yeah. So what's it's the 19, 19, 19. Nothing 19, 19. Face 19, 19. maybe album I think. I think Nothing Face was already out. Angel oh, Rabbit.
6: We're we not.
0: Angel Row so, Maybe
6: yeah.
0: Right, okay. Yeah, no, because they yeah, no, because I was just kinda of thinking, well, you yeah, know, where were they at their career? What were they, what would they have pulled, would it have been significant? You know? But back in the day would have been de- alright, yeah But the thing is back in the day, I mean what you said there was really surprised me. Was like, you know, you supporters us of the marquee and that made a real difference in London. It's like, yeah, wow, it's that back in the days where one good performance yeah, yeah, yeah. could make a difference yeah in town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you know, yeah. Like now people see on the
6: you know, whatever, Facebook Live, YouTube, whatever, yeah, what there that? you see people at the gig, you mm-hmm. see bands at the gig now. Yes, and different And
0: the yeah. word of mouth thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, but it's, you know, it, it is what it is, but unfortunately money always plays a role as well. You know, especially back in those days. I mean, do you, do you know how much you racked up? Oh, what they went on unrecouped on
2: you? Quite a bit. <laughs> but I don't know.
6: Well, I not I mean, We, kind of, we I didn't, we didn't
0: go nuts. As we knew
6: it oh, I was a good say, oh, well, The
0: music for nations was 70k in the hole for us, which 70k in. 1991 one and done uh, 70k I don't know what yeah, you that were would
5: rec- compared to what you were selling records you see that's the difference yeah, you were, actually you, you were doing
0: alright <laughs> do you see it <laughs> looks oh, no, like that
5: know. from the outside it always looks oh, like yeah. that from the outside it, it, but that's it. the thing with the business it's like possibly not coming through to you but the label must have been you know you were doing
0: alright we were doing okay but it, the thing is it anyway, was just it was a UK well, thing yeah. we had a little bit of a U- European oh, okay. footing but nothing in the States mm. do you know what I mean we were on tour touring our last album with Noxious when management came and saw us at the marquee and we had a meal in the pizza the the pizza restaurant next door and basically said they'd gone over to the States in November of 89 with demos of Obnoxious including hanging on the telephone Um, we had a major offer we had a major offer and we had two other labels say this is fucking shit we're interested this could be the band that break a thrash single and um, our manager said no. We're going to hold off. We're going to do. We're going to record the album, um, and I'll go back out there. And he went back out there, and we were on tour in April. And he came, and and so between November and '89, April '90, couldn't he, couldn't get me in. No. Nobody wants to fucking know. <laughs> Thrash is done. Right? Five months. Yeah, yeah, no. You know, five. You know, November. We want this band. We want this band. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, yeah. April. Not not even interested yeah, yeah. in meeting yeah. the manager. No interest. Like
4: say exactly. when scene, you know when it when they when it's been decided by whoever decides that's it you know,
0: yeah onto the next thing. Well, the thing is, the labels had seen it coming, and to be to be honest, bands haven't, we haven't mm. you know we hadn't seen it coming. Mm. We we were recording the album thinking like yeah yeah this is this is all right this is this is this could be this could make a difference. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like you know, it's out. You're on tour four months later, and then it's just like no yeah. no no because the the thing is once. You've had that conversation, yeah. Like, you know, you pretty much know your career's not over, but the writing's on the wall, yeah. yeah, yeah. Because if the states is not an option, yeah, that's the big
5: thing, isn't
4: it? With the then yeah, yeah, it's done. I think that was definitely a player in our case as Because we were all set, everything went tits sort of with EMI in the states, yeah. And we'd gone over, we'd had a, we'd, that's when we did the CMJ gig, actually. And we'd had a brilliant, you know, meetings with everyone, got to know everybody at the label, we were all set. Got the campaign sorted and then they got taken over by whoever it was. I can't remember what three letter fucking label took a moment, and uh, they didn't want to know the new people. Yeah. You know. and uh, thankfully, howie did it on Continuum, but the budget was like that compared to what we were originally going to do. So that's hmm. and
0: that's you know. bizarre because of course EMI had paid for all that remix and everything else, mm-hmm. had not they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, because yeah. they refused to release the. The UK version of the album, didn't they? The UK European. <laughs> I, I
5: can't remember the d- decision behind no. all that because of, of, of what the, the, the American of of cruel the remix um, that
0: Ralph did. Oh
4: yeah, yeah What was that? About? What
5: I, hate,
0: I hate to tell you, lads. I think, I think I think I've got a better grasp on this than you <laughs> have. <they? laughs>
5: You probably, <laughs> I, I think I think Ralph did a uh, great difference with us, and they kind of wanted it. That was going to go on the album, and they wanted it to kind of fit in. But to, to kind of, we then went in and remixed. We were going to go re-record it, and I remember phoning up our manager. I'm sure, I'm sure this happened. I think we were going down to re- re-record with Ralph, and I phoned up. Our manager on the morning and said, Why are we re-recording? Why don't we just remix? And he went, Oh yeah, yeah, why don't we do that? So they got the masters sent over. We then remixed half of it. That to this that, day. Is I the weirdest just don't know why we did that. If you're spending money on that, yeah. why not just remix the whole record? Yeah, yeah, and when you
4: listen to it, if you listen to either oh, you can, yeah, version yeah. in isolation, it's great. But when you listen to two together,
0: fucking ass, it's yeah, yeah, it's mad, yeah, <laughs> yeah. bizarre. I, well, I'm, you know, I'm fir- know. I'm firmly in the original release camp, um and. Uh, but it's what it's what you know. Whereas my yeah, friend, sure, yeah, my sex yeah. friend is firmly because of course he didn't yeah. even know until until we met and I don't know how the Beyond came into the conversation a, bit a while ago. Um, he didn't even know that there was two versions of the album. So I
5: was like,
6: oh right. So he'd only ever had the US. But, version. Yeah, I do think though, like like playing tonight, you know, yeah. it was album, it sounded big. And I think if we recorded, uh, like now, we'll record those songs now, yeah. you'd go for a big know. sound. You wouldn't go for the kind of...
0: Quite clipped sound. Uh, the, uh, very original sound, but, very yeah. original. I'm, I'm, I'm always. Every time I listen to Hamilton, I'm always stunned how the lack of ego in the guitar sound. It's <laughs> I was like, never about metal, was it? Yeah, so. yeah, but it is. It's like it's that. That's what contributes. You all contribute to the sound, you know, because there's no one like John. There's no one like Jim. There's no one like you, Neil. And there's no one like you and and it's you all contribute to the sound. And when you come together, you make you just this, this. Unique sound, and you know, yeah, your 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 sound is just is is just not metal. There's no, there, it, it's it's just it's just it is what it is, you know. It's the beyond, isn't it? You know, but um, yeah, I, I'm sure I had a conversation with you where you were like, you, you were. Um, um, Back in the day, we used to write to each other, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know, yeah, yeah.
5: yeah. Sending tapes and shit, I
0: know, I know, fucking sending tapes and shit like that, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and your friends
6: would get like a postcard every, yeah, yeah. every few weeks from Americas. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, no, I'm talking to like you know, band Biceps band were all back in the day, like you know, Steve from Exodus and stuff like that. And, you know, be interviewing, me, he's like,
5: You know, you wanted to make a call home, you know, you had to get a bunch of change from a it's you know, you gotta get a bunch of change, you know, and play, for, fucking put money, kids don't know how they got it these days, you know. It's like, yeah, yeah, right. yeah totally, yeah. yeah I you can, can
4: you. I can remember queuing when we were remixing with Ralph. Queuing with the fucking phone box down the road because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've got flats flat so nearby. I don't know, we would walk down That's a lot. Said, yeah, and I remember going to ring the message, you know. And, oh fucking hell, was someone in the phone box. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah stand there and wait,
3: yeah,
4: you
0: know. Yeah, hell, what's that about? <laughs> but no, it was, it was. Uh, yeah, I, re- I remember talking to you about the about the US release. and I mean, and and. and, and I might be wrong, but I, I, I have a memory of you saying, like, "Yeah, they've, they've basically said that you know they're not, they won't release." The, the version that we've released over here, yeah. we've got to, we've got to change it. And and but having said that, I can appreciate it because you look at it at the time and how yeah, it, yeah. the yeah. importance of radio and still is. But the importance of radio back then, it would be like you can't have that potential on radio. Sorry, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. that snare drum is going to ruin people. Yeah, yeah. There will be car crashes. People are listening to this in their car, do you know? People are like, what the, what's that fucking noise? Yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> no, <laughs> it's yeah. Um, yeah it's just like you know so yeah you can understand it yeah you can understand yeah, it yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, fucking hell no. weird weird so, uh, but it's great to have you back guys even if it's only for one gig ah oh. oh, thank you it's, it's going to well, be it's very kind of
2: you it's thanks for coming not at all. no it's an absolute it pleasure
5: cool.
0: I'm going to go and talk.
5: yeah
2: it cool alright thanks
1: guys Thank you. Thanks, thanks man man, thanks, man something like a dumb and futile gesture or something like that oh a, fu- a futile gesture yeah um,
0: I've got it I've got it in my list on Netflix by the way we're talking movies here folks movies, oh, TV yeah. whatever the funniest it's all in it
1: ages.
0: we're back on the road by the way we're going south on the M1 just past Leicester Forest East we're heading back to London we've got again. Seen a scene
1: past the sign that says end which seems rather <laughs> ominous to me
0: I don't know it, why it, it does yeah it does doesn't it <laughs> but we were talking movies and suddenly decided yeah, fuck it let's record it you guys okay. can um, you guys going to have um, instead of some um, uh, some music chat let's have some let's have some movie chat
1: yeah I was talking about how great Phantom Thread is because Paul Thomas Anderson but I'm not allowed to talk about it because each year hasn't seen it so yeah uh, that's right so we're going we'll so we'll to skip over
0: we'll skip over that there. but we were just talking about like movies that you know that we really like and, so, and I was talking about Denny Villeneuve because we've both seen Arrival which we yeah. loved um but Godless has not seen um Blade Runner 2049 Which is oh. by the same director Which I have seen Which I absolutely love Now what we were talking about was And some of you will be Shaking your heads Going oh man That was so boring No like it wasn't Blade Runner 2049 Yeah yeah, And it's like oh. a, Or Arrival for that matter Because it's not Crash Bang Wallop enough yeah. And because the characters Aren't fucking explained to you Within the first three scenes This is what this guy is like I don't know This right? is the story Do you understand You think fuckers Let's
1: be honest you know, Anytime Amy Adams Is on the screen
0: in my head, I'm going bam, bam, crash, crash. You know, so, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going. I'd, I'd hit that. No. Actually, actually, do you know what I'm thinking? She's I'm thinking. She's very talented. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking the amount of side boob that she displays in, in that um, in that caper movie that she did with Christian Bale oh, he's oh it's just side boot city. Oh you're interested now aren't you? Yeah. yeah. I
1: like <laughs> Christian Bale. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you're not kidding. You do like yeah, Christian Bale. Like, yeah. yeah he's just he's just not in the wang bank.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um but well, you were asking what got us started. was talking about Christopher Nolan and you said that the peak was uh Inception which I think I've seen that twice, and I've seen it multiple times. I liked it, I, you know, but uh, I
0: dreamt about it. Now there's a now there's a fucking mind fuck. Uh, Dream about a film that's about yeah. dreams. Fuck me, you don't know where you are.
1: Well, one of the reasons that I think that the Batman trilogy is his peak is because, in you know, it's sort of like that that you know sort of writer's thing where um, you know if somebody says to you write anything, well, people you know can do with their thing, but but like. When you yeah, yeah, are given are yeah. you have to write about this character, that is now putting some constraints still to make a really incredibly interesting and compelling story for somebody like me who is not a superhero. Uh, Dude, movie fan me, no, yeah. same here yeah, same here that, you know I, I, I'll watch those movies over and over again because yeah. it's a you know he's working within constraints and still comes up with an amazing product well the, the, the less, I mean for me
0: Dark Knight was the peak you know there, there are great there are great bits um in oh fuck me the title's flown out of my head what's the final one in the trilogy Oh, uh. Pfft. Dark Knight okay. Rises. No, yeah, that's. No, I've just. I, I've just said the Dark yeah, Knight. Was great. I have no idea. I, I always think about them as a complete. What was it? What's it? Dark Knight Rises. Yeah, Dark Knight and then Dark Knight Rises. What's the middle one? Then? No, Dark Knight is the middle one. Alright, what's the first one? Batman Begins. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, your favorite trilogy, huh? Right, wow. But, no, but
1: like I just think like I, I think about them as like one piece, not as three separate movies. Oh god, I love how your mind works. It's so yeah. fucked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean the last two times I've watched those movies I watched them back to back to back. Jesus, right. Yeah. are you're still married. But <laughs> Namathon. That's cool, man. Yeah, that's cool. That's the only way to watch a trilogy—a button—a
0: button a thon. I thought that was something completely different. Thank you for <laughs> um, thank you for redefining that for me. But anyway, so the Dark Knight Rises—I think there's there is good bits in it, but I get I just get a bit tired of. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Agreed. Just and yeah, that, but you know that didn't bother me as much as I was upset that the scarecrow character that Killian Murphy does was not a bigger, more important bad character. Yeah, and by the third movie, it completely oh, he's just relegated. He, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. By the third movie, it's like a guest appearance by yeah, Killian yeah. Murphy, which is which is okay, but you know. I, I uh, yeah, I guess I appreciated the fact that, you know, not every bad guy needs to be the bad guy, you know? It's yeah. Okay. Well, look, getting back to Denny Villeneuve and
0: Arrival, okay, and, yeah. and, and, and uh, um, 20, Blade Runner 2049, but let's deal with Arrival first. Have you seen it more than once? Yes, like twice, I think. Yeah, I've seen it twice. Um, there's, It's one of those movies where second time, uh, it's like you pick up on the subtlest of things, and I'm not going to talk about them because they would be spoilers, but you just...
3: Just slight things.
0: Uh, like for instance, you know when, um, uh, Amy Adams and oh motherfucker what's his name oh I'm so bad with names listening to this you must fucking hate me you must be like going hoarse from shouting already it's like oh for fuck's sake it's a dark night for fuck's sake it's a dark night oh, rises. Jeremy Renner Jeremy Renner you see you're shouting at the speakers <laughs> it, fucking Jeremy Renner or you're on a bus or on a train with your earplugs in going it's Jeremy Renner and everyone looks at you and go oh shit and that's my fault it's my fault that you ended up in that situation uh, shouting like like a fucking lunatic you're now the shouting mad person on the bus and it's my fault it's my fault because my I'm blaming Jeremy Renner yeah okay yeah that motherfucker <laughs> and his vanilla name fuck that. him yeah you know you know the guy not Matt Damon Yeah, you know you know fucking so um uh, ben stiller and ben affleck man every time i want to say ben affleck i say ben stiller every time i want to say ben stiller it's never but anyway I've yeah. <laughs> um, um, oh, totally tangent there I've not got a clue Amy what, Adams, Amy Adams the and Jeremy Reddard the, 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 yeah, the first time thank you see how good this would work uh, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are my centre um, you're my guide my spirit guide um, the first time that they go to the, 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 the site of the aliens
3: uh-huh.
0: and they're, they, they're, they're about to be given shots for like various, you know, vaccinations and stuff like okay. that, and the guy goes right. So anything, you know, you got, you got any, you got any allergies? You got any? You want any medication? Pregnant? And for a fucking second, Amy Adams just goes like, and and it doesn't. It's just a look. Huh. It's just a tiny look. And on the second viewing. You know what's going on in the Yeah, head. that's good. That's
1: good.
0: It's almost imperceptible, but go back and watch that yeah. scene again. All right. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. It How to act... Not really knowing something, yeah. but knowing it. I mean, what? what? Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? It's I mean, like. She is amazing. What I want you to do here, Amy, is I want you to project that you know something, but you don't really know it, or rather, you don't know how you know it, but you know it. Yeah. Uh, okay.
1: <laughs> how much did to do? Yeah, way absolutely.
0: That, right? Fucking hell, man. You know. Some people say actors are the one role they can't play is themselves because that's who they're uncomfortable being and that's why they inhabit other people, you know? Um, And and it's just, you know, it's pretending, it's lying, whatever. It's a fucking skill, man. It is such a skill. Well, and when it's done wrong, man, it's hideous to watch. But... um, When it's done wrong, it's a Johnny Knoxville movie. Yeah, basically, yeah. Well, wow, you've just really have gone right off the reservation there, haven't you? You know, you've
1: gone for. So- I just compared Amy Adams' career to Johnny Knoxville. Uh, yeah, it's like, it's like.
0: well, hang on, we were talking about acting, not throwing yourself off a fucking <laughs> wow. scaffolding frame. All right, no, that's a different
1: thing No, I'm talking about Johnny Knoxville when he's trying to
0: act. Yeah, Johnny- but, but, yeah, but yeah. I'm, I, I was yeah. unaware that was
1: possible. Yeah. Um, but um, you know, I mean, that's has a knife. I can't imagine that it's impossible. Do you know apparently. what? You've already
0: come up with this before we started recording. Oh. We've already come up with the fucking touchstone for acting. and When it's done badly, it's hideous to watch. Uh-huh. Adrian, Adrian Brody in the fourth season yes. of Pinky Blinders. Oh He's God. the worst thing in the whole fucking TV series. when yeah, is the last time he was? You have come over here, oh, No, you've come over here to do a bad Marlon Brando impression. Yeah. All you need is cotton wool in your mouth. Yeah. What, to, to make this comedy. What
1: uh, What has he ever done that was any good?
0: Uh, probably probably movies that he turned down so he got somebody else in the role. <laughs> you know? I mean, did he make a, like, Predator movie? That yes, should. Yes, he was in a Predator been, movie. Yeah, he was. That should have been the
1: end of his career right there.
0: In predators. Yeah. Now, there's a weird one. How awesome is Predator? And how shit are all the other Predator <laughs> movies? <laughs> It's like how can you how can you not make a decent Predator movie? How is that even possible? I oh, you know
1: there's a reboot coming.
0: Yeah, well it is. Yeah, it's in existence. Uh, it's it's. I think it's set in London. Oh
1: right.
0: Um, and I think it's a British director. That was one of the. Don't be- quote me on that, kids. That you the- know, tell me in the comments. <laughs> tell me in the comments. <laughs> Lost in Vegas. The, how you best, living? One
1: of the best things about like you know those movies. Shout out to the free Was like uh you know, pre internet there was. It only seemed almost impossible that an aliens versus predator movie could happen, but people would, yeah, you know, you'd get in conversations with friends about it, and be like, "Wow, how awesome would that be?"
0: I, I had, I was going out, I was going out with a girl whose uh, sister was like twelve, and she was fourteen. Uh, no, she no. was 12 And every No, yeah,
1: the
0: girl you're going out with Alright, yeah, alright right. Very good Well, yeah, you, you tried comedy yeah. Well done That's yeah, why yeah. I do it Yeah um, <laughs> Thanks for coming Get yeah. you coach no, Go stand here with Johnny Knoxville Yeah, 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 absolutely yeah. <laughs> Go, go hit someone in the balls With a sack of spuds or something <laughs> you know. Um, so, um, fuck, what was I even talking about? Oh, the,
1: the aliens versus spreader
0: Yeah, and this 12-year-old girl Was always, always asking Always asking Who do you think It's like You know You wouldn't just ask once And you go Okay And then like End the conversation And be Because like, you know At 12 you want To like yeah. Keep picking at that scab till it's going to bleed uh-huh. um, Who do you think Of winning the fight Between Alien Predator Who do you think Of winning the fight Between Alien Predator And it was like From 12 year olds Upwards uh-huh. Everyone was fascinated by it And of course yeah. the answer is Alien Acid for blood Move on Yeah <laughs> Um Oh but Predator's got All that cool Acid for blood Shut up Yeah Um But um, anyway, Adrian Brody, Wormhole, forget that. Blade Runner twenty forty nine is real old school filmmaking. Like Arrival, Arrival does not hit you over the head. It does not, you know, the reveal is very late in the film. It is not an obvious reveal. is a movie that can actually, the reveal leaves you thinking way beyond the movie is finished. I went to see it in the cinema and when it finished, nobody moved because everyone sat there going, I'm still getting my head around this. I can't go out into the world right now because I'm not going to be able to function. I need to just finish this off in my head first. And and Blade Runner 2040 made is made in that style of movie. How I know it's a good movie is there's a family I know who hated it and I know if they hated it it was definitely a good movie um, because some people go oh I fell asleep in it oh it was so slow no no it wasn't slow that's how all movies used to be made yeah. you've got used to modern movie making which is as I said earlier you know setting up who people are with really broad brush strokes. you know the movie starts and the guy's got a gun in his mouth and he's about to kill himself and he's got a bottle of whiskey there but the phone rings and someone needs help and it's his daughter and oh wow he has a daughter and then he realises he can't kill himself because of his daughter and his daughter has been being beaten up by a boyfriend and a boyfriend owes money to the mob because of his gambling habits so he's not going to kill himself he's going to go deal with the mob and clear them up and you know he's not going to end up killing himself he's going to end up realizing that he has a reason to live and he's going to redeem himself through clearing out this the fucking mafia and there's the movie. It's
1: been set up in the yeah. first twenty minutes. Yeah. Now it's now it's, it's just execution. Yeah, exactly. You know what the movie's gonna and, end. it's uh, much better when you, you just see the ending of the movie and you're still not sure what to yeah yeah, yeah yeah
0: exactly and that but that is how and I'm not trying to sound like an old cunt here, but that is how modern movie making works. Because like everything, everything is dumbed down. Everything is uh, it is a lot more dumbed down. No,
1: come on. Of course I mean, it is no it's a it, it, the truth of the matter is is that great movies in history we remember because they were great and they had great interesting stories. And, to we, tell.
0: and because shitty movies are always the all, uh, the majority.
1: The, well, yeah, they were majority and they're all forgotten. But like back then people were like, Man, all these movies are so damn dumb. It's just that nobody remembers them now. So it's easy to say, oh, well, this is the way old movies were made. No, this is the way old movies that mattered were made. Well, Just like new
0: movies that matter. Yeah, I, 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 right, okay. The point I'm making is that screen testing is a lot more prevalent. Finance is a lot more important. Sure. Uh, and therefore, what that, what that has given us is a, a way that movies were not made. The old days that you're referring to these movies did not exist no the the brain the the broad brush setting a movie up within the first 20 minutes making sure the audience know who the characters are that's because it's been screen tested to death because movies are being made to try and appeal
1: to everybody MGM and the big studios which were the only companies that were making movies would make dumb movies all the goddamn time and what makes now so much better is that anybody with a freaking mobile phone can make a better movie and get it yeah, distributed yeah, 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 and no, tell a better story. Um, and no, no,
0: no. That makes it so high, awesome. It's never been more difficult to get distribution. Never been more difficult but to get finance. YouTube. Never more difficult well, to get finance. True, but and also, I mean, you look, at, you look at something like, right, Wolf of Wall Street. Right? Really. Right. Took 9 years to finance. Yes. Totally. 9 years to finance with Scorsese attached to direct and Leonardo DiCaprio uh, attached to star. Right. Took 9 motherfucking years. To fi- and you know why? Who because it was man? an 18. And because mo- they do n- do not want to make 18 m- movies anymore. Yeah. And now the words of Leonardo DiCaprio's mouth So, how difficult do you think it would be to get uh, a movie like Blood Diamond financed now? You would not get that movie financed now. It would not
1: get financed. I've got no problem with nobody making movies with Leonardo DiCaprio at this point, but I'm going to say that... that You sidestepped that (laughs) question at that that (laughs) very salient
0: (laughs) point of mine by referencing the fact you don't like. (laughs) I don't think I didn't see that. You tried to dodge the bullet, but boy, it's coming back. Well
1: yeah, expensive, super... Super, mega, expensive movies are going to be difficult to finance. No, 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 no. Just because... No. But... Because what they have to do, like you're saying, is they need to make it super dumb so that they can sell it worldwide and make their money back. Right. No, no,
0: that's not. I'm sorry, but I have to go across here. That's not the case. The the, the issue within the movies industry at the moment is your 10, 20 million dollar movie is still getting made. Okay, your 100, 150, 200 million dollar movie is still getting made. It's the movies, it's the 60 million and 80 million, it's that bracket there that are not getting made because 20 million shots are nothing. It's not enough to lose to be a problem. If it's a hit, we're quids in. The 200, 150, 200 million, too big to fail. Okay, invariably, there will be merchandising off the back of that movie that you will get your money back from. It's the 60, 80 million dollar movie, like your Blood Diamond, that is not getting made anymore. It's simply not Because it's too much money To lose If it's a failure Yep It's just too big And that is how The movie industry's changed And how it's changed And the dumbing down And it all comes back to I'm sorry Yeah you know what's coming all comes back to less people going to the cinema all comes back to more illegal downloads and illegal streaming and so we are also in an era now where and you are going to pick me up on this so I'm going to preempt you yes there's always been product placement but we are now getting to a stage we're now entering an era where advertisers have much more power than they used to why do you think James Bond drinks Heineken right a Iconic Cinema character mm-hmm. Has Been Bought yep. One of his His Absolute Go to Fucking Um Character traits Is gone Yeah but the he's, Vodka to martini Shaken not stirred Is gone
1: But that uh, movie Is a 200 200 million dollar movie
0: I, I, absolutely, but so, the, so but, but that money is cut, But a, a large slice of that money is coming from yes. a big site do, do you know why? Um, you know why the last movie was uh, slated the way it came out? The Aston Martin car. Oh right, yeah. Uh-huh. Aston Martin. Uh, yeah. Aston Martin schedule those movies. Yeah. You know, it's more prevalent than ever.
1: Yeah, but uh, I mean, th- that's been in movies forever. I mean, I did didn't. I chocolate. Hang on, didn't was I put out? solely to market Willy Wonka candies. That
0: yeah, but didn't, didn't I didn't I preface this by saying that uh, a, a, a product placement has always been a thing? Yeah. I'm not sidestepping that. What I'm saying is it's more prevalent and has more power than ever before well, because I've, of illegal downloading and illegal streaming. You know what? There are
1: a hell of a lot more movies that are being made for one million, two million, less and getting... Worldwide distribution and having great stories on there that don't need, you know, flying cars
0: and yeah, crazy stuff. So, so you acknowledge. Stuff. So you acknowledge that unfortunately, the movies like The Blood Diamonds and things like that, the, the sixty to 80 million dollar bracket, unfortunately, there's always to It's, 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 always not, gonna, it's not a trend. It's not the internet is not a trend.
1: No, but there's there's going to be waves in and out where things eventually nobody's going to want make 200 that's, million dollar that, movies but that's what,
0: but that's what that's what the music industry said the music industry said that oh no don't worry it's just a trend of downloading the streaming it's no, just no, no, don't I'm worry not saying it won't, that that's not that's a trend it i'm it saying the fact the industry said
1: it it's okay when there's a time in history when a certain bracket of movies is not going to be made it's okay it should be oh that's oh really yeah not, right, not I, every storyteller should be I, I able to tell any it. story that they want to do and lose tens of millions of dollars of somebody else's money. Or make tens
0: of millions of dollars. Or that's,
1: make it, But that's yes. the point. So, we could, so basically, we
0: are kissing goodbye to some absolute fucking genius work that we might get to and see. And we're saying
1: hello to different genius work. Yeah, but um, instead of instead of a studio spending eighty million dollars making this movie, yeah, but they're going to make twenty movies for four million bucks each over here.
0: So you don't, so you don't think it's just, you don't, you don't think it's a loss. Because, because ultimately,
3: I
1: an, I couldn't think, they do both? I think it's... I think ultimately, we, still, we still lose? I think we still lose. Ultimately, it's going to be a case of where everything is always going to be smaller. Because as an audience, people are getting more and more uh, uh, close and niched into what it is that they want. So it's going to be okay when the movie that you want to see and the movie that you love is not necessarily the movie that a bunch of other people love it's not going to be a mass audience very often, more often than not the studios are going to be trying to cater to smaller, smaller pockets of audiences to make the movies that that plunk of audience would really be interested in and that's okay, in fact that might be arguably better
0: Mm, I'm not convinced I'm, I'm not convinced but, but but you know, eloquently, eloquently, um, eloquently, put, thank you, and thank um, you. you know, a valid point. I mean, you're wrong, but a valid point. <laughs> Obviously, I'm gonna, you know, I've always got to sign off with that because I'm a cunt, and that's what cunts do. You'd be shocked if I didn't do that. Um, but, um, so anyway, Blade Runner 2049. It's not slow. It's you are if you don't like it. If you fall asleep, if it's too slow for you, you're slow. I think
1: 2049 probably is the number of minutes long that that movie feels like, right? It's fucking... <laughs> uh, I love it. I love it. But, I, I look, I, it's not
0: everyone's bag, and yeah. I can appreciate for some people it will be a bit slow. But I would always say, hang the fuck in there. Yeah. Hang in there. Because, How you know what, if
1: it's snow, it's snow. How if it's accurate? slow, it's, it's going to pay off. How accurate do you think that that movie's depiction of the year 2049 how
0: accurate do you think it is oh god well bearing in mind that the first movie is set in 2019 uh huh it's like well well Ridley you fucked that up didn't you (laughs) Jesus not only did you have to make four versions of that film until you were happy with it but it turns out your idea of the future of how we would be living now is fucked It's nothing like no we don't have replicants as servants you you know um i I don't give a shit man i'll be dead i don't fucking care i don't fucking care i'm I'm taking my i'm I'm taking taking my mum my mum's opinion on this right you think you're gonna be dead by 2049 yeah maybe i don't know but my uh my mum had some um my mum had some uh uh salesmen around the other day and like trying to sell her um Solar panels for a house, and they were, and they were like, they, but they pay they they pay themselves off in twenty years. She goes, I'm eighty three, I'll be dead by then. <laughs> and they were and they were like, but what about the environment? And she was like, well, what about the environment? Like I said, I'll be dead by then. Yeah. You know, um, twenty forty nine. I yeah, I, I I don't know, mate. I I'm, that to me is is that that question is beneath you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I just think I. Well I
1: haven't seen it So I don't know Alright
0: no 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 It's just Yeah it's I don't know I'm like you know What would it be like To be invisible You know I'm I'm like yeah Fuck that You know I'm not having that conversation With you It's never gonna happen Um, It's um, It's just a great Fucking movie You know, it really, really is. Um, I I loved it. But but again, there'll be people listening to this going, oh, man, I fell asleep. Oh, God, it's slow. You know, um, and, you know, you're wrong, but, hey, if we all like the same thing, you know, fucking Justin Bieber would be king. So let's just back that truck
1: up a little. Well, hey, Donald Trump is president. That's a close second, you know? <laughs>
0: Fuck, let's not go there. Let's not Let's not do the Donald. I love, I
1: love the way you're like, hey, if the world were really fucked up, Justin to be a uh, I don't know, we're pretty damn close to that. <laughs> Fuck me, man. Fuck me.
0: Um... It's hilarious. But well, so okay, Anyway, look, we we might let's we might dip back to movies. But let's um let's talk about last night. We saw The Beyond, uh, which was fucking awesome. Um, uh, I I don't know when the podcast is going to come out, but I, I did a big interview with him, which was really cool. Uh, it was great to like get a chance to speak to. Him. I'm not saying it's a cool interview. Hey guys, you know everything I do is cool. I'm saying I had a really cool time chatting to my buds. You know. Yeah. Um, and, and we had obviously, I think, mentioned on the drive up the polar opposite experience. But you know, I was driving to see my friends who you know I've played with, I've supported them, they've supported me. And then there's Godless here who didn't even know what they look like, yeah, um, and has never seen them. So, um, you had a cool
1: experience last night, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, it was great to hear those songs live. Uh, you know, the, the delivery was a little choppy, you know, as a, you know, they, they said they had three rehearsals, and they sounded like they actually probably had at least four. You know
0: well, I, mean? I can confirm it was just three. But but also, as I said to Neil in the pub afterwards, yeah. no way did you do three rehearsals. He's like, oh, no, no, we did. And I went, no, 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 Neil, you. Yeah, yeah. You. You've, you've been fucking practicing those songs yeah. on your own. And you just give me a massive smile. And I was yeah. like, well, you know, I might have brushed up a little yeah. bit. And it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he, he Neil's was, a pro, literally. He's a pro. Yeah.
1: And the, the band was terrific, really. I mean, it's just... My love for the beyond was on, was about those songs alone, you know, there was nothing else that could have, there was, I, I was not aware of music videos, I was not aware of uh, what they looked like, I wasn't aware of uh, interviews with them, nothing, just the songs, and, you know, to, to hear them being played 25, 27 years later is, uh, man, that's just a, that's just an amazing treat. Well, and I, a gift A real gift that, they, that those guys Would be willing to uh, 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 To do that for us And do that for the fans Yeah Well also To do that for a
0: charity as well Yeah Oh yeah t- Totally Yeah I think um, You you couldn't believe it Could you Going to ch- Check out the merch 10 bucket shirts 10 bucks yeah, 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 10 bucks I mean give me Take my money Here, <laughs> Here's 20 Keep the change yeah, Totally <laughs> Yeah Um, and we, we, we met up with him, uh, for breakfast this morning, along with a lot of other people, um, and a fucking ratty fucking cafe manager who can go fuck himself. Um. He was not in a good mood. No, he wasn't. He, he seemed to think his cafe was some sort of fucking hipster museum, um, which to be fair, it pretty much was, um. (laughs) Uh, and, and and it was great to get to a chance because we went to the after show as well, and it was great to get a chance to kind of just shoot the shit with them a little bit about about the show and about the performance and get their perspective on it. And I you know I got a chance to see, to have a chat with John and tell him I thought that was the best job I'd seen him do as a frontman. Yeah. Because back in the day, he said pretty much nothing between songs. All you were getting out of him was the song title or maybe what the song was about, and then the song title. He wasn't really. You know, happy with the spotlight on him in, 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 in
1: that way. And he still looks... Um, he still seems a little sort of awkward with it, you know? He's yeah, not a traditional I, front man. He's, he's looking at that one spot on the back wall when he's singing all night long. You know, he's not like a uh, uh, one of those guys who's uh, connecting with every single member of the audience as he's performing yeah. by any stretch. But that being said, he and everybody else in the band, they... And more comfortable with their, what they were doing and where they were doing it uh, yeah. as the show went on. Yeah, the, the
0: chemistry warmed up. Yeah, and it and it was and it was really cooking after about three or four songs. Yeah, it was exactly. like yeah, well we're, we're fucking we're cooking with gas now. Yeah, you know, um, and uh, more of actually I would say because I saw it back in the day. Back in the day, you very much got uh, four individuals doing their own performance. Whereas last night there was a very definite chemistry amongst the four of them yeah. together, um, which which I which was really cool to see. And like I said, you know, twenty years of public speaking has meant that John's
1: a lot more comfortable talking to crowds, and it was it was really really cool, really cool. Well, one of the things I was talking to what's the name of the bass player again? Chip. Uh, Chip was talking to him about is that, you know that for for all of those guys with the exception of Neil, I mean the... the I'm guessing, I mean, I know Jim does, but I'm guessing the rest of the guys that married kids, you know, all that sort of thing. Yeah. The kids grow up, you know, hearing about, oh, how dad used to have a band and, you know, some people really liked it, but, you know, that's it. There's no, like, context to it or anything and, you know, how you know, it is, the rest of your life happens and that's just a story, you know? Yeah. Uh, but for them, for their kids to be able to see them performing for nearly 500 people and everybody in a packed venue packed venue loving hearing the songs cheering at the end of every song knowing the words knowing when the songs stop and start that's got to be cool well you know
0: hearing Jim talk about his kids going like oh my god dad you were awesome and it's it's like you know the the kids are at that age where it's like dad is not cool dad is dad (laughs) and to be able to fucking switch do a 180 on your kids like that yeah. go, oh dad's not cool is he why don't you come along and yeah. check dad and his old band out you know and the kids have been to see Muse live and shit like that and, you know they're thinking like you know oh yeah dad and his mates you know it's gonna this is gonna be fucking old fogey bullshit and then seeing dad ripping out bass lines jamming tight as fuck with Neil you know, their jaws were on the floor for the whole yeah. thing. Coming in, and going, "Fucking hell, that's cool as fuck." Yeah. That is awesome. I'm really, really pleased for Jim. No idea how that must feel not having kids of my own. But um, yeah, that is, and of course, obviously, you're not cool full stop, no matter how old you are. Exactly. You know, so you know you're going to have that struggle with your with your kid It's like, Dad, you're not cool, are you? No, no, son, no, no, I'm, no, I'm not, no. Didn't you used to do a podcast? <laughs> yeah, my uh, my good buddy dumped me. Uh, <laughs> and then this other guy who's a really nice guy tried to help me out and you know do a podcast with him and I shot on that idea quite quickly. I'm not shitting on the idea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I know, I know. No, it's too raw at the moment. You need time to I absolutely get that, dude. I absolutely get that. First one's in two weeks. Uh, uh, <laughs> but um yeah, no, that was that was awesome, man. That was, that That was, it, it was just. Uh, also, you got to see No More Happy Ever Afters. Yeah. And I was talking with uh, uh, Andy afterwards, and he was saying, he said, I genuinely don't think we ever played that live. That's incredible. It's one of the best songs on that album. Yeah, but it, it's, it's, I don't know, I was going to say it's not necessarily a live song, but it fucking is. It, it, it rocks. Yeah, it was great. And I had forgotten that they covered. Um, California, Uber California, Rubiales, yeah. and I'd forgot what a fucking awesome job they did of it, and yeah. they absolutely rocked it. It's awesome. always interesting
1: to me when a, you hear a band do a cover of a song that they love, and you know, like I think about like uh, when Slayer did the punk rock covers album, punk rock tunes. Yeah, uh, you know, it's like, oh, now I hear where that comes from in their music. You know it. You know, would, would I have associated the Beyond with Dead Kennedys? Not, Ah, None, right, at yeah, yeah. But when you hear them cover it, you go you go back and you go, okay, now I can hear where that influence happens and in everything else that they do. And that ends up being, you know, very interesting. Same way as, like, Slayer with their punk rock influence. You know, you go, what are they mean punk rock? They're freaking metal guns. You know? Yeah, they're, thr- they're fucking yeah. thrash metal guns. Yeah, but then you hear them doing it and you go, oh. That's right That's how
0: that Oh Okay now it makes sense mm. Mm. Well I, I, I To be honest I, I, I was, I've always been I've always been into I've always been into punk You know yeah. afra is another For me you know my, my main influences would be I'd say Fish um, Jella Biafra,
1: And not P-H-I-S-H and, uh, No
0: Fish Jella Biafra, And Well you need educated on On fish anyway <laughs> yeah. Um fish jello biafra should I say that again jeez I am going to say that um, I'm annoying myself here um, women are Ronnie, liars <laughs> Ronnie, 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 Ronnie Dio and, uh, Anna, and probably Hatfield. I'd say like so huh. so as a vocalist uh, so fish from a lyricist point of view Okay. jello from a lyricist point of view um, polar opposites you know, you Fish, who is, like... You know, you could take those lyrics and recite it as poetry. And by Biafra, from the... You can fucking say stuff. You can comment... Right. ...about things in the world. And you should do. It is your responsibility as a... Uh, as an artist with access to influence other people's minds. It's your job to help broaden those minds. Um... You know, music, travel for the person who doesn't travel. You know, um, and you can take people places, but also the chaotic delivery. Because I'm because I'm not a singer. Because I'm a a writer who can sing, not a singer who can write. So Jello is is definitely that. He, he barely even sings. But to me, it was like, wow, it's great how he crams those words in, but it works. Like kind of like, and because I'm not a musician. You know, I You know, I I never I, I never consider how words are going to be delivered when I'm writing them because I'm because I'm writing yeah. Here. I'm in writing mode. Right. They're, they'll get applied to music later. What's important when you're writing is getting the message across, making sure that the writing works. It, you know, then you have to apply it to music and start switching like words around and and create and and, and turning it into phrases that can get delivered as vocals. And so, a combination of fish and Jello is is kind of like sort of where I feel I'm at. Where you throwing a bit of throwing a bit of Hepfield because it's thrash metal. And Ronnie James Dio from the Dragons. Well, Ronnie James Dio because he's short as fuck, <laughs> <laughs> and got a voice of a guy who's a ten foot tall. Yeah, well, Ronnie was was pretty much one of my was one of my first heavy metal vocal idols. Probably the first. I mean, one of the first songs that the band that ended up morphing into Acid Rain played was "Hungry for Heaven." Huh. So, yeah, thanks for that reaction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, wow. yeah, I would have thought it. Yeah, so, um, it was, yeah, it, it was, it was, difficult. well that was before Gaz came in, got in the band, and the, and the guitarist, the main guitarist in the band, his favourite band was Dire Straits, and, and, and like Dio was as heavy as he got, so we did like, Hungry for Heaven as the first song, but, then he left, and then Gaz came in, and that shifted the direction of the band. Yeah. Um, and Gas, so. you know, Gas was the one who got me into the Dead Kennedys, and, um, uh, uh, which was cool um so yeah that's that's kind of like how that all ended up sort of meshing together I can't even fucking remember how I started
1: this oh, we're talking about uh, uh Dead Kennedys uh, being covered by uh Beyond,
0: the Beyond and I made it all about me what a cunt <laughs> yet more proof what a cunt sorry guys ego got carried away there it's not all about me um Yeah, so back to the... Oh, that was a disgraceful tangent. Me, 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 me. me, me.
1: They were great. You know, it's interesting that they would, uh, you know, put in the effort to uh, produce and and prepare for the last night's show, and it's just a one-off. But, you know, I didn't get that vibe as well as it went. I didn't get... A vibe of like, well, uh, wow, this is so great. We should do this more often. I didn't get that vibe at all. Yeah. 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 It, it, not it, that it, they didn't it, like each other or anything like that. They all seemed like no, no. Of but great. they all, they
0: but they all went in with, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And this, is, but also it's like straight away. I mean, you know, I, I, I spoke to one of them last night, and it was like three rehearsals is all we could manage. Yeah. You know We literally couldn't manage Four rehearsals Yeah so there's no way And this gig was scheduled Like Well <laughs> Whenever I initially Told yeah, you about I it I shared it with ago, you yeah. yeah, Months and months ago And they've only managed Three rehearsals It's like well You know That's why this is not Going any further Yeah and I, and I asked them that question In the interview as well
1: It didn't You know But at the same time there, it didn't, there wasn't a sense of finality to it last night either. So well, I, I, maybe I, not I, for us, but, but, I, but I don't
0: think that that's something that as an audience member is your territory. You know, you, in the dressing room, there may well have been a sense of finality. It's like, wow, yeah, we did it. Right. That's great. Cool. Cheers. John's last, very last comment as they walked off stage was, see you in 25 years. <laughs> yeah. You know, now... Which oh, is probably oh, pretty that's damn accurate. And cheek, yeah, you know, right. hey, no, yeah, maybe... Because they didn't say Last ever show It was One off reunion shows They might do another One off reunion show In five years time Right Or something like that But Certainly for now No other plans They are going to try and Get the CDs out All of that shit Is in the The Beyond interview That I did So if I'm going over old ground you've already heard that apologies if you haven't heard that yet go go and find it and then, and have a listen to that it's a really cool chat
1: it's interesting that uh, so I guess I would assume that the uh, the old albums are still owned by the old record label
0: well it's owned by Warners and they, they are in negotiations with Warners at the moment but honestly companies like that just are still dicks Yeah. yeah. they're still fucking dicks that do not know how the business, music business worked in 2017 well, they are trying to define how it works they don't realise that they've lost the power Hour, you
1: and, know? Well, and probably they're looking at a balance sheet on those albums where they lost their ass and going, well, if we're going to put this out, we got to do it in a time when we feel like we can cover that nut. You know, they're still looking at it that way. Well, that isn't what they should be looking at. They should be looking at it as how can we uh, uh, get this music out there and make it as much as possible. You know,
0: well, exactly, and I think that's the you know the the outmoded thinking and also i think um instantly when a band approaches a label like warners to say hey guys you own the copyright look this is what we want to do straight away the label adopts a, um a um the uh the stance of opposition straight away it is a um, an adversarial Relati- oh, you know, all oh, the band, uh, uh, you know, are trying to attack us. Right. They're, tra- they're trying to get what they think is ours Well it ain't yours, it's ours It's like guys, what was that? we're all on the same fucking side was that, was
1: We that all want the like same thing Airheads, was that where they take over the radio station To try to get the radio station to play their song You have watched some shit movies they, no, yeah. We're back to movies <laughs> again, aren't we? <laughs> but wow. like, you mentioned a sequel where the Beyond invite the label head To, uh, uh, to their hometown and then, because he's the mayor, he's able to have the label arrested and held for ransom until they release the album, something like that. Right now, um, I'm. Nice story. Great story. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm unaware of that movie. <laughs> um, Reboot! mate. I'd say what? You actually, can make that for less than 60 I, million. I, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. You
0: make it for 60 pence. Um, Are you. Um, I am going to tell you Something that's in the uh, In the interview Because I, I haven't told you this okay. But um, but I think it's like An interesting thing For you to hear And sorry if you've already Listened to the interview But um, what they were saying That they, they look back And they can't remember how, They can't believe How much they used to Just fuck about mm. Like ass about um, you, you mean said, as far as career-wise, or...? No, 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 as in, like, lark about, japes, jokes, fucking around.
1: Oh, okay. Like, in the van, and,
0: you well, know, no, before no, no, the gig? No, no. Well, no, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you more. Like, you know, right. roadie coming on naked to introduce them, and things like that. Yeah, right. um, but they, um... Their manager, they did a showcase for, like, five major labels, right? And their manager... Imagine this, right? Their manager manages to get five... Majors in a room Uh at the same time, together in Derby, (laughs) not in London. They've come all the way up from London to Derby to see the band, right? Uh They play three songs. Guess what they do after the third song? Swap instruments and Um, start playing ACDC covers.
1: Oh no, man.
0: And I was like, you what? You That's, did what? What did you do that for? And it's like... I can just imagine Your manager just sitting In the dressing room yeah. Just smashing his head Off the wall going Oh my god I have like This is alchemy here guys yeah. You know and, he, and and then Neil says And I remember getting A phone call at Nine o'clock Nine o'clock the following morning He goes He said I remember the, I remember for some reason It's like We were we were almost like We almost like Didn't want to get signed Yeah We wanted to be like More underground than underground Right And he goes And he said like oh, You know There's no way Any of those are going to sign us You know Job done Yeah And he goes like, a phone call Nine o'clock in the morning From our manager Saying yeah Just had a phone call From uh, EMI uh, Before they left To go back to Derby They wanted to be first On the phone to say Yeah yeah We want to do We want to do the deal Uh, And it's like Despite themselves Yeah and then they did the deal, and like, and and and, uh, and they wanted to put the, the, put the first EP out, and the band were like, no, 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 put it out through an indie, put it out through an indie. Yeah. We can't put the first thing out on EMI. That sucks. That's you know selling out to the man kind uh-huh. of thing. Do you know what I mean? And it was just like, wow, you know, you guys really were lucky to get anything out, weren't you?
1: <laughs> you know, you hear all these uh, young bands nowadays are going, man, the old days must have been so good. I like, go. Well, you know, it actually sucked ass because you know you had to kiss the ass. Because, be the power, because the power, because so few people had the power. Yeah, exactly. But then you hear a story like that, and you go, "Man, you got five freaking major labels to show up to Darby, yeah. and you <laughs> and, and three songs in, and, and you, you swap instruments, yeah. and start playing ACDC covers, and, and get signed." Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: But the thing is, is a label again it's that it's that um, it's that like when you've got when you ooze confidence Sir? you know it's like that sales thing if you ooze confidence you fucking close because people go shit I yeah. better I better fucking sign up for this yeah. and literally one label bit one label went these guys don't give these guys are so good <laughs> they don't give a fuck if right. we sign them or not so you know what we better fucking sign them yeah and we better do it quick Before someone else does And that's the thing That you've got to remember About the old music business There's this famous story In the music business About Curiosity Killed the Cat The band They were around in the uh, In the 80s Huge pop hits I can't remember What they were now um, um, And the story there was Signed in the dressing room Before they went on stage yeah. Because There were so many labels in the room It's down in London There's like Eight to ten labels Depending on who you speak to Depends on how many labels Were there But there were so many labels In the room Someone Someone Basically said I'm I'm, go- I'm taking a risk Yeah Because I th- th- It's risk versus reward I can't afford to lose them Yeah I can't afford for them To go out Play a blinder And end up paying twice What I would have paid In the dressing room Before the, before right. the show yeah now when I say signed in the dressing room did they, did they have a contract there and there in the dressing room yeah I yeah, know probably not but there, there probably would have been some sort of verbal deal done or something that led to basically the band going out and saying hi guys by the way just want to let you know we're really happy we're really proud we're going to sign with X. I and then all of the other A&Rs in the room go, fuck, Robert,
1: someone beat us to it. reading an interview with the guy who founded uh, Creation Records in Manchester. Uh, uh, I can't remember his name, but he was talking about how... I, oh, he, fucking hell, I, I should know that name. Yeah, totally. He, he, uh, uh, he, the bands that he would choose to sign would be the bands that he believed... Had no backup plan, there was no plan B, yes, yeah, no, yeah, like this yeah. is what they're gonna do for the rest of their lives,
0: yeah. If, they, if this fails, they are fucked. right, exactly. so it, they can't afford to fail, exactly. And that's called hunger, yeah. And you can't manufacture it, but but, but also, hunger manufactures something else that you, or rather, hunger gives way to something else that you can't manufacture work ethic, yeah. Yeah, I, I would.
1: My it's a requirement, nay, a necessity. My, in my opinion, that's called a comedy. Would rather have, you know, would rather have a band that works hard over a band that's hungry. Yeah. Oh, hope band that's talented, especially now.
0: You know. Um, well, you know, it's like to sports reference. Give me a hard-working player over a over a talented player who doesn't work hard. Yeah. Because okay. talent will only get you so far. You know. See the old Alan Shearer quote 10% talent 90% hard fucking work yeah. The Arnold Palmer quote You know More practice The luckier I get Yep. Yeah it's just Yeah Absolutely Absolutely And you can't And that's why A lot of your favourite bands I'm talking to you guys Listening out there um, That's why A lot of your favourite bands when When they get successful They lose their edge We all know who I'm talking about I don't even need to name them You know
1: but then there's Jeez. also those bands that like you know you think about like the the, the history of uh, thrash for example and you got a band like like Slayer where the albums 3, 4 and 5 are the classic stand after that they're just skating, you know, uh, doing their best to put out some good songs when they can. But they're not do you know, you know what? Do, you know do you know what? I revisited
0: re- recently, which is a really good Slayer album that didn't get well, the respect it was due. Okay, take it
1: through, Hold on. But I like you know, sidebar. It's it's you know, you look at that. That's, that's like seven years into their career. Yeah. And yeah. then you look at a band like Gojira, with their first album didn't even happen until seven years in their career. Yeah. And here they are, nearly twenty years into their career, and they're at that peak. We're very near it. And with four albums, out. Yeah, but it's it's amazing that that it that hunger and that hard work ethic because it is harder to survive in the music industry arguably results in better music from bands for longer even though they don't get to have the same kind of financial success that their uh, predecessors had um, Sidebar Will, yep. Will Painted
0: Blood revisited it recently that's oh, a very okay. very good Slayer album oh, yeah. very good Slayer album oh, okay. very strong
1: um, even Repentless is a good strong Slayer album I don't hate that album the, I still really
0: like there it. is just something about Repentless that I find it quite difficult to listen to the whole album in one it's, it's uh, something. It's hit or miss. That I'm for not. Sure. That I'm yeah. not getting on with. But, yeah. um, but funnily enough, you were, you know talking about you know the music business now and Kajura being deep in their career and you know they, they don't have the access to earnings that you know they used to have years ago. Um, I was thinking uh, the other day about like I, that some quote that somebody said, which is oh, what advice would you give somebody starting out in the music business now and say, and I can't remember who it was, but who said, Fuck it, don't." Yeah And that's just like a grumpy old cunt who's seen the business change, (laughs) and basically, he's basically saying, "If I, knowing what I used to be able to earn and now earn, Uh was starting out now, I wouldn't." But the point is that we're changing. The world is such a changing place that ultimately, what you can earn as a musician has changed. Massively, you can still earn massive money, but it's the top half a percent instead of the top twenty-five percent. Yeah. The point is that being a musician has become uh, and is becoming or has become it's a minimum wage job, or
1: you it's, know it, it's, it's a side gig to your other career. It's a
0: side gig to to make it, or it's a minimum wage job. You know, if yeah. you are a full time musician, it it isn't swimming pools and fucking. You know, and Jaguars then, anymore, but it is, and by that I mean the car, not the fucking animal. Or maybe if you're a rapper,
1: you've got, you've got yourself a Jaguar, you know. it goes back to you're what both, the maybe. guy from Creation Records was saying. That, you know what? Some people are so driven that this is the only thing that they can do. So, you know, <laughs> so if this is all, you know, if they're in between tours, they're uh, stocking shelves at at, uh, at the local uh, uh, grocery store. Well, you know what? It's It sucks, but... It, it all. The truth is, is that this is the only life that could happen. For them. Yeah, but I guess the I guess the point uh,
0: the, the point I'm I'm making about it being a minimum wage job is like you know in those practice rooms you see like you know there's a cards stuck to a wall and it says um, you know singer wanted for band these influences you know tours lined up blah blah blah. Now you can imagine that card on a wall in a job centre. Under the minimum wage section Saying Look You know Doesn't pay very well But Look The the, the bonuses are Your ego's going to be massaged There's going to be a lot of travel Now that could be a bonus Or not a bonus for you Depends who you are This job does not suit everybody Right There is travel involved
1: and you must you have know,
0: talent. Yeah, you know, you know, yeah, you must have talent. But also, you know, the the other downside, there's no, there's no, as you would call it, four hundred one k, or as we would call it, getting fucked by the government <laughs> um, and having to provide your own pension. Um, you know, there's no medical, etc. But again, you know, it would be sold on a minimum wage notice board as, like, you know, do you like travel? Yeah. Can you sing?
1: But the people who are going to take that job are the the, the people...
0: the benefits are not... What I'm saying is the benefits are not the money.
1: Right. And and the people who are going to take the job are the people who... This is just what it is that they've always been driven to do. And it's the only thing that they feel that they'll ever be capable of. These are the people with no backup plan. And that's okay. Yeah. Well, I think the grumpy bastard who said that was Gene Simmons. Well, you know what? The truth of the matter is, is that there were plenty of people back in the eighties and nineties saying, no, "I wouldn't do the music business." No, oh, don't, don't, don't. Yeah, don't. yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll
0: and get f- fucked by labels. Yeah. The labels make all the money; we make nothing. Exactly.
1: And in the sixties and seventies, what were people saying? Don't, no. Well, that, in that, the fifties, what were they saying No. I that, mean, it just always exists. It's just people who just you know don't believe in dreaming but the thing is what makes me laugh about some of those
0: people as well is those people now are going oh yeah it's great now you know we fucking we have so much more say and uh, uh, you know and we 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 can do this and we have we have power over our career We're, we're so much more in control yeah and how much money are you earning? less isn't it yeah. less isn't it less than when you were oh we're getting fucked over by the man oh they own all our music Oh, whee, whee, whee. yeah but you were earning a shit ton of money weren't you Yeah. they were spending a shit ton of money weren't they you know you. it's like yeah yeah oh you've got all control over your career now have you yeah and you're making a fraction of the money so I, I don't what I'm saying is I don't have a problem with every record label out there do you know what I mean it's like it's
1: well they're like, struggling just like musicians
0: no I mean I mean from the year dot you know yeah. I mean from oh you know we got fucked by the label well you shouldn't have done you know um, yeah,
1: well, it's like anything there's good there's bad there's ugly
0: you know It's true know. I mean this is coming from somebody who got all his copyright back ten years after release yeah. as opposed to some of my peers who will never own their copyright right. but you know what we you know you know what I made sure that we spent we spent the money On getting ourselves a music industry lawyer Yeah And I still remember what he charged us He charged us three grand Imagine how much in legal fees Three grand is Right? Yeah In um, You know, back in 1988 Yeah But In total He increased the advances and the budgets on our albums By 35 grand Yeah We spent three to get 35 back Yeah you know as opposed to I mean you know I in fact one of Reanimators Kev from Reanimator was telling me um, when they were off the contract he, he was uh, he used to work uh, he was working somewhere as an electrician or something like that and as part of your union dues um, you were entitled to one hour of legal representation a month so he went to the he, so he went to the like, you know, the the electricians union uni, union's fucking solicitor. I <laughs> was like, is this contract any good? Yeah. It's like, this is really not my specialty. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And it's like you hear stories like that and it's like luckily it was it was, you know, they were with Music For Nations and they didn't get fucked. But um, Yeah, you know, Roadrunner fucked plenty of bands. You know, Centrix. Centrix catalogue has only just made it onto iTunes. They they still don't own any of their, equipment. yeah, you know. Well, and then from the and I'm not speaking our school here. That's right. nothing that
1: you know but they haven't said themselves. From the label's point of view, they invested money into. Releasing an album, they didn't make anything back. They're trying to figure out a way to make the money back. Now, I'm not saying speaking to Roadrunner or anybody else, any other situations, but you can see why they go look. I'll give me the copyright back as soon as I make my money back. I'm the one who spent money. Well, now the band might have spent time and energy and talent, uh, but you know, at the end of the day, you know, you can only feed your family with money. Well, look, the bands. What makes me laugh about bands saying like, "Oh, we got
0: fucked by the blah blah blah." They're all the ones who made a load of money. Yeah, and are, and are annoyed that they didn't make more. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, but for every one of you guys, dudes, there's bands like Acid Rain that left fucking Music Foundation seventy thousand pounds down. Yeah, that's not my that's not my money. I'm not seventy grand in debt. I yeah. walked away from that deal, having toured the world x amount of times, done all that shit. Yeah, wonderful. Yeah. I had a great laugh. There's seventy grand in a hole. Yeah, you know, not every not every band is getting fucked you know, you could say we fucked the label yeah we never took any, any of their advice uh, although to be fair they never tried to interfere in anything it was only the management that ever tried to interfere in anything yeah. but, you know so we fuck the label every band that doesn't recoup fucks the label and you know what the vast majority of bands do not recoup yep Simple as that. So you can talk about the game being rigged and oh, they're selling, you know, they advance money, but it's your money, it's just an interest free loan. And you know, so, so the label's risk is nothing. They always make out, oh, it's no, not fucking true. Right. If every single band recouped, if every single band was a hit, then yes, the game is rigged. But it's not, because most bands don't. you know,
1: you know there are certainly exceptions, there are certainly horror stories of you know oh yeah people you know labels absolutely ripping off artists yes absolutely I'm not nullifying those at all no me neither you know and plus there's plenty of times where the musician just doesn't understand how math works (laughs) (laughs) you know or as we call it over here (laughs) maths. yeah totally you know I remember uh, listening to a band argue about uh, uh, upset about how and this was they were on an independent they had uh, signed their deal they record the album and then they're about to go on tour and they were upset because they had to buy copies of their own album from the label and now the label would give you a bunch of CDs to sell but you had to pay them back at the end of the tour and they were upset about this look it's my album, I record it and it's like, yeah but it's on a physical freaking thing, you need to give them about five bucks so that way it pays for the actual physical product. this didn't grow on a tree Mm -hmm
0: yeah absolutely absolutely yeah it's like but we wrote those songs yeah well, yeah right. but you see but you see that you see that plastic yeah. yeah you didn't write that yeah you didn't make that right you wrote the
1: songs but that's esoteric and usually you know i do it usually those bands when they got paid in cash for the cds they sold they would spend it on the hotels and the, and, the, and for food and you know other stuff and you know a a more a better van all that stuff and then they get to the end of the tour and they can't afford to pay back the label for the CDs that they were given before the tour began yeah how many times does that happen yeah true true well look
0: folks we're going to have to leave you there because we're going to be pulling off the M25 which is a very busy junction there's a lot of traffic building up so I don't want to be really um, uh, I need to be focused on the
1: drive here so um, I've uh, never even got a chance to talk about how eating food causes cancer Oh shut up um, I've got, I, Do you know
0: what I've really gone off The idea of doing A podcast for you Very fucking quickly And do you know How I did it is? By doing a podcast With you uh, 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 So um, anyway uh, that was, This is the journey back You had the journey there You had the interview You had the journey back motherfucker and then round the M25 we're going to do we're going to do a special Patreon bit so um, if you want to hear that please subscribe Howard at patreon.com forward slash Howard H Smith please sign up and I'm going to fill your inboxes with loads of really cool shit okay cool thanks guys Um, that's uh, (laughs) I'm Howard he's godless we out